What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the longest running consecutive program here on youtube anyway uh i see man my thing is all messed up today man i don't know what they're trying to do anyway we got a great show for you lined up today we talked about this in the earlier stream why most women are incomplete they're not capable of being the one for you now we're going to do this and explore this because polyamory and polygyny and multiple plural relationships are kind of already what we do now, these are the things that we're going to tell you. We're already doing a version of this, and some men are doing it. Some men are not doing it, but we're already kind of doing a version of this. So we're going to break it down into possibly developing a community, how it would work if men had multiple women at their service. Now, one thing I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not suggesting that you do this. This is just something that we were thinking about because we talked about most women are incomplete to serve their one man. And I'm just going to say it. Most women are incomplete to serve their one man. So the main event of the show is going to explore this topic and a couple of problems or issues that you possibly could arrive at when you're getting to this situation. Now, there's some men who can't get one woman. So we're going to talk about that. And some men that can only get one woman. Some men can only get one woman. So that's one of the limitations as to how they can get more women. Because you're like, I can barely get one. I can't keep none. Are you doing this and why you would do it? Like, I wouldn't do it just to per se. But this is how I would kind of organize it, if you will. The five types of women that you would need in order to complete a version of one woman and the one woman that you're looking for, right? Because you guys are looking for, hey, I want a woman that does this, this, and this. And then women are like, I want a man that does this, this, and this. We're going to talk about that, and it should be an interesting subject matter. We also have an NFL wife, a well-known NFL wife, that women are saying you should start an NFL matchmaking service for ballers. We have an NBA player that is getting a false allegation after he offered, allegedly offered her to do services for him for 1500 bucks. I got money. Okay, we got that. And Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up and a little bit of doom and gloom. So buckle your seatbelt. This is the best entertainment on YouTube. And you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly. The notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker. You're in the other Desert Storm Bunker with none other than, than, none other than every woman's fantasy, every woman's fantasy, Mr. EWF, and CGA, See God Allah, the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Okay. So, great show. Buckle up. Do me a favor. Took a tribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the cash app, Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 and there's new, some people that already super chatted. It's funny, man, because right before I went on, I went to go check all systems go, and then right before I got on, I didn't have any volume. All right, I was like, what's going on with the volume? I didn't have any playback, no audio, and my camera did not look like this. I look a little fuzzy. It looked like it did the previous stream, so I don't know what happened, but I'm ready to go. I'm raring to go. So uh, let me get to earlier contributors. Shout out to Currency Says. How does one become a bind fixer? All right, uh, the bind fixers in the building. You definitely got to head over to CoachGregAdams.locals. 
Bonds.com to get all your bonds fixing informations out here because there are people in bonds and there's people. Where's my, where's, uh, uh, uh where's Percy Earl at? We're going to have to make Percy Earl a clip. And Tariq Nasheed's going to get mad at me uh, for making Percy Earl a part of my show. All right, but uh, let me go ahead and pull up Percy Earl fixing binds. All right, and uh, one hand scratches your back. And, uh, you know, let's go ahead and see if Percy Earl lined up here. I don't know if I got him lined up. Right there he is right there. Let's, let's, let's play it again, Tariq. Shout out to Tariq. We're going to play Percy Earl signing up to get binds fixed. I shall appreciate you having me. Percy Earl. Oh, hey. Is that Tanya Loss over there? All right. And so, you know what I mean? When you a guy, you know what I mean? And women always, you know, women be doing this all day. You know, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Hey, Percy Earl. How have you been? Oh, I was out here just taking it one day at a time. You know, it's been a while since I seen you. Last time I seen you was about two years ago, and that was at the NAACP Buffalo Wang Brunch. Indeed, and I'm going to have to pause it for fair use purposes. You know, the subject matter that we're going to tackle, there are some videos of women saying they need five men to play five different roles. So I just want you to know, don't feel shame when you actually need five women. You got the vocal license to say this is your role. All right, here we go. That's right. I remember. Well, what's going on with you, baby? You don't look too happy right now. Nope. Well, Percy Earl, I just lost my job today. Oh. And my car was repossessed. Damn. Now I'm about to get evicted soon. Ooh, Lord, that is terrible. Terrible. What you gonna do, baby? That's what I'm... <laughs> That's my favorite part. What you gonna do, baby? You know, them old school ninjas right here. Them old school skinny ninjas with with, with, with uh, that bird-chested ninjas with that taco meat on their chest. What you gonna do, baby? What you gonna do, baby? Uh-huh. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I'm in a bind, Percy Earl. Ooh. Well, Percy Earl can help you get up out that bind, baby. Yeah, we can help you get up out that bind. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gotta keep you get up out that bind. I sure enough can help you do that. Sure enough. For real? So, what I gotta do, Percy Earl? You know what you gotta do. It's barbecue in there. You already know, and she already know it, but she always, you know how women work. They got to let you explain it so they can act dumb, you know, naive. What what I got to do to get up you to fix this that bond? What I got to do? You know what you got to do. Percy Earl, let her know. Oh, well, her, um. <laughs> her, um, her, um, you know. What I got to do to fix is get my bind fixed. And look how she looking at this ninja. She like, oh, another one of these. I thought you was different, person, Earl. I thought you would fix this my bind without having me drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. Nah, baby, you dropped that neck last night and you got salami on your breath. So, hey, you know what I mean? Don't act like you wasn't doing this last night. But, uh, 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 he sound like one of the Deacon Clap Cheeks. Uh, uh, you know... You one hand washes the other. Oh, person. As they say, you wash my back, I wash your. If you get to my drift. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, Percy, that's ridiculous behavior by you, man. If you get my drift, and then he hit her with the, this is what he hit her with right here. If you get my drift. Yeah, he hit her with the, you know, read between the lines. Read between the lines, you know. 
put you do what you normally do, but do it on me. All right, I got to fix my filter here. Why is my why is my son uh tripping up here? On my son on my filter here. I'm all purple. All right. Uh do what you normally do, but you'll be doing it on me. <laughs> oh no. Andy putting his hands on his shoulder. Percy Earl. Uh, I don't know, Percy Earl. Well, look at him. Uh-huh. Why don't you just go and get in the car and <laughs> ride on down here to the pharmacy with me so I can pick up my blood pressure prescription? And while I'm down there, we can pick up some Viagra and some Hennessy. Then we can discuss how we can make your financial situation a little better. Understand? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Me? Oh, she went. She went. All right. Hey, man, it is what it is. She went. You know, the financial situation got to get fixed. And my meat got to get fixed. Everything got to get fixed up. And we going to put hands on hips. And she looked like a nice little piece of butter pecan Puerto Rican butterscotch sister. And she in the car. Why don't you go and get in the car? Get on the car right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. You'll be catching an Uber back home. Because I'm going to put some hands up on some hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip. You know what I mean? It is what it is. She going. You know, she got a financial situation she got to take care of. She in the bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. She in a bind. What's going on with my what's going on with my color here? Hold on, man. This is despicable. But you know, your financial situation got to get taken care of out here. Let me get some color in here. Let me get some color. All right. This is crazy. But the, how they do me? So they really they don't reset my settings. Look at this. Look at my settings. All right, I gotta fix that. All right, but anyway distracting the show trying to get my settings right this is crazy all right uh anyway i look crazy out there anyway that's how you get to fix his buying llc private investigator looking it up fix his buying llc all right anyway <laughs> all right what are we doing here shout out to dewana says if she know her worth take it to the bank then all right yeah if she knows her worth take it to the bank that's what I think you asked. Big Deal Davis is in the building. Thank you, sir. And shout out to uh, Will S. Or Will Smith is dragging Jada. I did the same thing. Indeed. So a lot of times, you know, a lot of people are really coming out and caping for Will S. Like, Will Smith has been nominated for Monkey Simpanzee of the Year several times. I can't believe how many people caping for Will Smith. Like, let that nigga, or I didn't have the N-word, let that ninja drown. He, that's all he want to do. And if you bitch try to trip, she bound to drizzle. Come on, man, let that ninja drown. This is crazy. Y'all running around here caping for Will Smith, and, and, and she trying to tear Will Smith down. Man, please. Who feels sorry for Will Smith? I don't. I don't feel sorry for that ninja. <laughs> ninja acting like we supposed to cape for Will Smith when he been out here simping. For two decades. This is absolutely atrocious behavior, man. Stop stop caping for that ninja. He caused all this problems, please. Mm. <laughs> he caused all that. Shout out to my macaroni. Tony says, can you dig it? He says, show you right. Y'all Thundercats, be easy tonight. Shout out to you, El Jefe. Jada is now saying she didn't commit adultery. Make it make sense. Coach Alini, man, it is what it is. I don't know what to tell her. It is what it is. Will got Will got what he deserved. You know what I mean? Them chickens that come home to roost. Shout out to Chris. He were talking about this earlier. He says offenses always start off slow. Defensive schemes easier to pick up. As season goes on, scoring always goes up. And that was from earlier in today's show. 
All right. So, uh, man, screw Will Smith. I don't care about that, Ninja, in terms of him getting in this situation he's in. He bought that situation. And, Ninja, you're going to have to ride that out, caping for that Ninja. All right. Anyway, let's get to some doom and gloom CGA. Doom and Gloom CGA brought to you by no sponsors, but maybe at one point we'll have it. All right, there you go right there for sponsors coming in. Doom and Gloom CGA. Did you guys hear about this particular story? For some reason, I don't know why it's doing this on CNN. Give me, can I get the, okay, there it is right there. There's the headline right there. The FDA. New, 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 new world order. Plans to propose ban on hair straightening chemical products. Linked to health risks. Uh-oh. Sisters. All right. What is this, man? All right. They, they're trying to say, I always told you these hair straightening uh, products and these hair dyes, they be driving women cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Imagine putting in all these chemicals on your head and your scalp. It's got to seep into your brain. All right. And it, it be having them cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It does. All right. I actually had to make a, uh, I had to make an audible in hair dye products myself. Because I'm like, you know what I mean? People be like, why you let your beard grow gray? You should dye it. Well, I would dye it. I put all them chemicals in my beard. It'd be smelling all weird. Then there'll be a burning sensation. Then I got to wash it out every three or four days. Then it turns half brown, half black, half gray. And I'm like looking at these products, looking at these chemicals like this is crazy. I'm putting this on my jaw. Like once a week for sure. Maybe sometimes if I'm on, on on the screen, I would have to put it on every four days. I'm like, hell no. Mm. Hell no. Nah. Ninja gets slack jaw. At the end of the day, Ninja be looking like this. When I get older, hell no. Nah. Man, these chemicals ain't no good for y'all. But listen, that's y'all. Y'all can do new, it. New, 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 new Women in there putting them chemicals in their hair and all this stuff. Uh-uh. But let's get, look at this woman right here. It says, uh, CNN reporter on cancer study. This really hits close to home for me. No shit. And these sisters trying to emulate white women. They out here trying to figure out what happened to them. Listen, let me go ahead and play this clip right here and uh, see what happened. Because you know that ain't her natural hair. All right. But uh, it hit, she said it hits close to me. It, 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 <laughs> she said it hits close to home for me because they be putting them keratin treatments. They be going in there spending $511 of your hard-earned money. This is why they want you to uh, make all this money for them so they can go in there and straighten their hair. All right, what's going on here? But uh, anyway, I'm trying to wait for this video to pop up here. And uh, let's see what they say. This is according to CNN, but it is what it is. These sisters out here getting cancer from hair treatments. This is crazy. All right, here we go right here. Suggesting that certain hair straightening products like chemical relaxers could be connected to an increased risk of uterine cancer. And the study finds that black women may be more affected here. CNN health reporter Jacqueline Howard is joining us now on this. Jacqueline, tell us about this. I know so many people are going to be listening. Yeah, absolutely, Brianna. And oh. as a black woman, this My really bad. hits close to home for me. But when you look up. at this study, we've known for some time now, researchers have known that there is this connection between hair straightening chemicals and certain hormone sensitive cancers like breast cancer and ovarian cancer. And this new study now adds uterine cancer to the list. And the researchers found a twofold increased risk among women who reported frequent use of hair straightening 
products. If you look at the data here, the researchers found that the estimated risk for women who never reported using straighteners in the past 12 months was 1.6%. I got a question, like, uh, for anybody that's been around these chemicals and, and these beauty salons, like, who didn't see this coming? Who didn't see this coming? I mean, this just the amount of chemicals and the smell, the smell that is uh, related to beauty products, and then people going into all natural type stuff. Who didn't see this coming? But uh, I've been called this out a long time ago. I often said, if you want to know why, you know, sometimes women be acting a little bit off their rocker, go down the aisle of uh, Walmart and you'll see aisles and aisles of chemicals that they put on their head, on their body, and all this shit. But that's neither here nor there. Let's play it. But that percentage rose to an estimated risk of 4% among women who did report frequent use. And frequent use is defined as using hair straightening chemical products more than four times in the prior year. So that's where that concern is. Of course, Brianna, these numbers are small. The overall risk, 1% compared with 4% is small. But that difference is what's concerning. Brianna? And of course, explain why this affects or the effects may be greater for black women. Right. Wow. So the answer to that. Come on, <laughs> man. CNN for you. And she said that with a straight face. Look at this woman. This woman. Uh, yeah. Why would it be? Why would it be more uh, prone to black women? Well, because we trying to copy white women. We try to culture vulture culturally appropriate white women. Of course they are. Our master are, are you know, every everything's always about white women. You know what I mean? So they got to emulate white women. That's. But that's the answer. Let's see if what she came up with. It comes down to frequent use. Again, it turns out that these products do tend to be used more by black women. And there's also another question here. I mentioned earlier how this hits close to home. And growing up, many teenage girls, including myself, use some of these hair straightening chemical products uh -oh. on their hair frequently. And I Ooh, it's about to be a lot of nappy headed. Oh, wait a minute. I can't say that. It's about to be a lot of nappy-headed, natural-wearing women out here, or they're going to risk it for the biscuit. They're going to like, I don't care. Give me the cancer. All right, here we go. Asked one of the study authors, could previous use in adolescence or childhood have long-term implications, even if you discontinue use later in life? Like oh, wow. So, ooh, even if you discontinue use. So even, you know, it's too late for some of these women. And have you seen a lot of these women hairline be far as back as mine? And they be talking noise out here. They be talking the big talk too. You ever see those women? What's wrong with my screen? These women with they, you know, they 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 braid their hair every day until you know since they were young they start straightening it, and then all of a sudden, when you see they real hair or when you see they got a wig on, that ish be pushed back. They hairline be pushed back right here. All you see is they forehead, especially Caribbean women. They forehead, them Nigerian women. They hairline be pushed back. And you really don't see it unless you look at it really good. You'd be looking at them. Even white women have that. White women have it bad. They lose their hair bad, especially because it's so fair and thin. What will happen is when they get older, they, they get bald. White women be getting bald on the top of their hair. I know because when they be dropping that neck, I put their hair in their ponytail. Down here, they got the Hulk Hogan going on. Let me show you what happens here, especially Nordic women. Uh, let me show you what happens. They had me looking like Hulk Hogan. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. <laughs> Where is that? Where the Hulkster at? See, there he is right there. See, on the bottom, they got the they got the back and the bottom done real good. But on the top, it'd be thinned out right there. It'd be thinned out looking like Hogan. 
I'm just letting you know. Uh, going back to the video, this is a disgrace already of a podcast. Here we go. Many women have, like myself has. And the answer to that, we still need more data. These are products frequently used by black women, marketed towards black women, but yet we still have many questions left to answer. I think it's the white man trying to get them. It's the white man. The white man trying to get them, you know, get these sisters. You know, they trying to be your friend, but they out there poisoning these poor sisters. They out there poisoning these sisters. This is crazy. This is a disgrace. Hey, man, we need to get our sisters together. Make sure they ain't out here getting poisoned. But, you know, wigs are a thing for women. They lose their hair. They lose their hair after a certain age. You know what I mean? And the more, you know, the more they braid it, the more likely they're going to lose that hair. They're going to lose that hair, especially when they get them really tight micro braids. They do their braids. Dude, they hold side be gone, all of that. They looking like CGA around here, and I'll be damned if a sister ever say to me that I'm bald. Are you crazy? All right, anyway. <laughs> they got that mullet. Watch out, man. You know, you marry a woman, she's 42. You marry her by 48, she looking like Hulk Hogan. Where are, we, where are that? All right, by 48, maybe 52, she looking like this, going, dan, 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 dan. All right, yeah. Especially, you know what I mean? It happens, man. Hey, it is what it is. All right. Anyway, sorry for the purple scream, but let's get to it right here. Uh, this is allegedly a fake book post. <laughs> Doom and gloom, CGA, we're doomed. And uh, we were talking about this the other day, and somebody shared this fake book post. It says, get right here. This is a woman. Sans, uh, says, uh, can y'all get off Section 8 so my generation can get a turn? Damn. New, 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 new world order. Wow. Uh, this is what you actually don't hope for right here, but, uh, this is the truth. This is why section eight isn't intended to be a long-term plan. You got to believe you got to care about the children. Like, you know, today's teenager is tomorrow section eight, uh, user. And she definitely got some, uh, thumbs up for this one. And, uh, this is the real deal. You know, these old women, 34 years old, they still own section eight. They still on child support. You got to get these women up off of here, man, because these women starting late, getting full baby daddies. Section 8, they getting wick, EBT. Now, you can't take all the resources for 20 years. Okay, but these hoes winning, right? New, 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 new world order. These, these hoes women winning. And let me read the comments. There are some responses here. It says right here, yo, he says, who you telling? Been waiting for Section 8 in New York for 15 years now. Good luck, sis. Damn, man. Hey, these hoes winning. This is a man. I wish my generation had it. I needed another man here. Oh, it's a rap. Wait, it's raps for that. We did missed all the way the F out. All right. And then we had some laughs right there, man. But yeah, that, they go to community right there. They go to community. Just looking to achieve the best you possibly can be right there, right there. Be all that you can be. Wow. Absolutely a disgrace right here. Last, uh, actually, that's not the last one. That is the last one. That's Doom and Gloom CGA. Got to be more careful out here. Let's go to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? 
Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. We got a great Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up. We have a man who realized that he's not a young ninja no more. And sometimes you got to realize you're not 20 years old anymore. Take a look at this man right here. He looks to be in great shape. He's going to run a hundred. He looks like he's going to run a contest at the University of Misery game. Or is it Missouri? I think they're top 15. And uh, he's going to run. And he said, hey, man. I can run 100 yards. I used to be on the football team 25 years ago. Let's play the video. Oh, no. Oh, he came in. Uh-oh, he done pulled the hammy. He lucky he didn't pull Achilles right there. Look at this ninja, man. Something you... You old ninjas, yes, 40 years old. Don't get. Oh, no. Oh, look at this. Oh, my. This is embarrassing. What a disgrace. What a disgrace, this ninja right here. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, you know, you know, that hammy got you real up. Look, he didn't got a gluteus. He didn't pull the glute. He didn't pull. Remember Kevin Hart pulled that glute? He didn't pull the gluteus minimus maximus and all that shit went out. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, lead that shit to the youngins. Lead that shit to the youngins, man. I always told you, man, I ruptured my Achilles back in uh, about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Ruptured my Achilles trying to play some ball with some youngins. I had to learn the hard way. You know what? It's over. Now, that doesn't mean you can sit out on the sideline and do nothing. But at some particular point, I said, I need to find me some other shit to do. <laughs> All right. Let me find some other things to do. This is why old, old men play golf. And matter of fact, let me give you this. The most common injuries for men at the age of 35 and 45 is an ACL and a ruptured Achilles. Those are the most common injuries. And y'all ninjas be trying to play tennis, pickleball, 24-hour fitness, basketball. At some particular point, ninja, you will blow out your quad, all of that shit. All of that. So don't think. Now, some of y'all do, do well doing aerobic conditioning. You'll do your... You do your, your 5K, your 10K, your half marathon. You do your mountain biking. But injuries are real. Injuries are real. Yeah, get, get out there and start bowling. Get out there and don't make fun of ninjas. Get out there and bowl. Go jog. No sprinting. I can race you. Ninja, when you 40, stop. Stop. You can get caught up just like that. And here's the thing. You got to go back to work. Ninja, you ain't got no aflac. You ain't got no disability. You ain't got no workman's comp, Ninja. You got to go back to work, and you ain't got no girlfriend neither, Ninja. You got to get, hey, let me tell you. When I ruptured my Achilles, I was still married, but my marriage was about to end less than a year later after I ruptured my Achilles. It was pretty much over after that. But she had to be serviced. She had to serve me because I couldn't take my plate from the kitchen to the dinner table. And I'm sure this has pissed her off because she was ready to get up out of there. She was like, I'm done with this ninja. So I, I, I had to take, she had to cook for me. She, she had to do a lot of help. She had to help me with a ruptured Achilles. There's, there's, and, and there, there's stuff that you're very limited in doing. If you live up and downstairs, good luck. Ninja, learn how to sleep on the couch downstairs. Uh, the, and your recovery is very, uh, is longer than the average thing right here so they did have a video of Aaron Rodgers throwing a football standing up um it's impressive people are like what's the big deal it's impressive so be careful no nah, man he says a oh, CGA coach walking stick yeah man you 
dude, you can't even walk. I had a surgery. And they position your foot in a cast so you can't walk on two feet. So you basically have to, they actually angle your, your foot throughout periods in a different cast as you recover. And it's a year recovery. It's a year recovery. You rupture Achilles, it's a year. It was a year before I can, it was a year before I can walk on the curb <laughs> without tipping over. I had to go to physical therapy. Um, dude, I could not go to a curb and step on the curb. I had to go to where they had the little bike path or the wheelchair path. I had to walk that up because you, your balance is off. Like you can't leverage that. And that was a year. It was a year. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's very devastating. So you got to watch out for that as you age, especially if you're employed, you're single, or you're married. It's going gonna, it's gonna to dramatically affect other people. So I stopped doing those activities because I knew it wasn't that I don't want to get injured for the injury purpose. It was because it, may, it would make my work life harder. It would make my um, work life harder. So um, I was like, I can't afford to not be at work. So watch out for that. You don't want to be one of these old ninjas out here stick, thinking you still got it. It's your work life that's affected. So, yeah, man, hey, you could be injured and all that stuff. And, you know, you could be like, okay, I'll recover. But your work life, your home life, all of that is going to get, look at this sniggle. Yep, mm-hmm, yep. Now he going to be, dude, that's six weeks. And, yep, and, yeah, no sex, okay? No sex neither. Somebody says right here, Torin Achilles doing, yeah, man, be careful. Water skiing, you guys got to switch it up. Skiing, got to switch it up and find something safe. Again, don't be scared, but you got to find something safe. Let's get to this straggle right here. Oh, they ain't struggling out here. Yes, they is. I can't even imagine. Uh, this is a, a woman here who's going to take you through her payday and budgeting routine. I can't wait. I'm Lexi, I'm 27, and my salary is $58,000 a year. It decreased from 78 because I decided to go down to 30 hours a week at work so I can have more time to make unhinged videos for you chicken heads. Anyway, now my salary is $1,619, and I had some money left over in my checking, so my total checking balance is $1,852. I always like to pay my credit card off in full if I can, and it's at $671, so I paid that off, and that leaves me with $1,181. So then I always put aside half of what I need for rent, which is $625, and my full car payment since that's about to come out of my account, which is 480. And that leaves me with a whopping $76. So not transferring anything to savings, and I guess I'm all right. Chill out. What what is what is this going on? Also, here? not eating for the next two weeks. Okay, let me let me get this straight. All right, hold on for a second. So let's play it again. I don't know what was going on with that one right here. All right, play it. 27 and my salary is $58,000 a year. It decreased from 78 because I decided to go down to 30 hours a week at work. All right. And so uh, as you can see here, she made a judgment call to decrease her hours at work. This is shit only women can do. Why would you decrease your hours? What mental health? She said, I decreased my hour. Hold on for a second. Let, let, let me go back and see why she decreased her hours so she could work from home. I'm Lexi. I'm 27 and my salary is $58,000 a year. It all right, this the something's wrong with the video. Decreased from seventy eight because I decided to go down to thirty hours a week at work. So I for what? Why did you? Why did you decide to go down to thirty hours? I can have more time to make unhinged videos for you chicken heads. Oh, and that's what it is. Okay, so she want to be a content creator. Okay, all right, here we go. Anyway, now my salary is $1,619, and I had some money left over in my checking, so my total checking balance is $1,852. All right, so there it is right there. I'm letting y'all know. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got 
sent in my purse. Instagram doesn't want me to play this video. All right, because she broke. So, um, guys, I've lived on this type of budget. This shit is not fun. You know what I mean? Having $200 in your bank account and then wait for that check to hit. That's most Americans right there. I always like to pay my credit card off in full if I can, and it's at $671, so I paid that off, and that leaves me with $1,181. So then I always put aside half of what I need for rent, which is $625, and my full car payment, since that's about to come out of my account, which is $480. And All right, uh, $480, got the car payment. What was it? Half for rent, $480. How much you got left, baby? That leaves me with a whopping $76. Wow, she in a bind for sure. And she not on Section 8, so she definitely in a bind out there. Uh, she might be able to sell some feet pictures or something because I don't think this content creation thing is going to be it for you, but it might pay, it might pop off. I know. I don't know. But she definitely on the broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Now, it sounds like this is uh she's getting, this is her first pay period of the month. So I'm thinking that there's another paycheck coming um, in two weeks. So not transferring anything to savings. And I guess I'm also not eating for the next two weeks. No. Oh, my goodness, man. Now, here's the, here's the problem that I have with this society. This is the problem that I have. For some reason... And I know, ladies, I know I can never change this. For some reason, this is what they tell women to give their fertility up for. Their most fertile years. Their years to attract the best possible mate. The years before they pull the pin on the fat grenade. The years that they're spinning on the cock carousel right here. Like, this is what you're doing for 58K, two pay periods of what was it, like $1,500 a month? Okay, plus you're not going to save, plus this you're not going to get a significant pay increase, and she actually took a decrease. She took a decrease in income to for mental health reasons or to make content. That's what she claims. You know what's going to be happening next. You know what's going to happen next. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. It's the perfect storm. It's the perfect storm. So, again, people are like, oh, feel bad for these ladies. Of course, she's not broke. She's just dating the wrong men as well, right? If I can just date the right type of guy to help me afford my hair straightening chemicals, if I can date the right guy, that'll help me pay some of this rent. If I can find the nice guy that is my age that I can move into their house and I can mooch off of them and go 50-50 with my partner, okay? Well, it's not going to work out that way. You know what's going to happen is you're going to be right here. You're going to be right here. I got money. Right? You're going to be you're gonna be in there in the bind with your, somebody that fixes that bind. But, of course, listen, man, we keep, we keep telling them that this is a possibility. Trust me, I know women like this, 58, 60, 65, and they, they cannot keep up. Inflation's kicking their ass. You know, the price of consumer goods throttling them. Increase in rent, killing them. And they're only going to be consumed. It is what it is. I can't, listen, y'all decided this. I didn't. Speaking of someone that's in a bind right here. I'm in a bind, Nate. It's this woman right here. Apparently, let me see if I can play the video here without an advert. Apparently, this wo woman right here 
Uh, she's an Instagram model. I don't know. She's a woman begging for $650 to get an early termination of pregnancy. I'm the pappy. All right, I'm not the pappy. Okay, let's hear it. You acting like it's that hard for you to run me six fifty, my nigga, when you can be in the club and pop bottles. My nigga, I don't give a fuck. What you gonna call the police? Call them. I just told you what you could do to get your shit back. I want an abortion today. I want an abortion today. Give me six hundred so I can get my abortion and you can have your shit. Who? All right. Uh, wait a minute. Let me cancel this real quick. Let me read the caption here. It says, I'm going to beat this hoe up. I think that's what he was saying. And she put down at the bottom, Ninja got me pregnant. We both decided we didn't want to keep the baby. And he would not pay when he purposely did this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the humanity. It says right here, got me pregnant and left me for dead. I was sick throwing up. And he was outside doing whatever the F he wanted to do this ninja a goofy. Now, let me just break this down right here. Look at this piece of work that you're looking at right here. She definitely some straggle daggle. Now, he skeeted in her guts. And uh, the, the, the right thing to do is definitely give her the 650. But I would take her to the Planned Parenthood myself. We going together. Because she she'd get the 650 and she definitely would buy some weed. All right, we going together. I'm not just going to give you the 650 and then you change your mind. You get you stop and then you go buy some shoes and some Lululemon pants and some new bikinis and some weed. Now you don't have the early termination of pregnancy. Straggles do it. But here the guy is arguing with her. Guys, it's cheaper to pay the 650 than to pay the child support. That's number one. Number two, she's saying that um, he got me pregnant on purpose. Like... <laughs> Wait. He got me pregnant on purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, you ignorance gotta understand that there's science related to this. There's no longer a case to say that a man got you pregnant on purpose. What type of shit are what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Are we this stupid? Are we this moronic? Can we not? Are we this uh are we this uh Southern Baptist? Like what are we doing here? You cannot get a woman pregnant on purpose. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you, what, 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 like, what does that constitute? How do we get a person pregnant on purpose? This is, this is just bullshit. Now, the last point on this one, last point on this one is why her ass don't got 650 bucks. I mean, these women out here got hair. Hold on for a second. Let, let Zoe tell it. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. Yeah, I mean, you you able to have this. I can see what you look like on the internet. And she looks like a little spinner. She got her nail. But why in the world don't you have 650? Well, this is what they doing, man. Women be living life on the edge. We're living on the edge. Shout out to Aerosmith. These women be living their life on the financial edge, on the razor's edge. Literally be like, look, if you have an emergency that's 650 bucks, you can't come up with the money. Let's just say, let's just say you use half of your rent money. I mean, come on. Like, how are you getting through life? 
How in the hell? And these women got the nerve to tell you that you need to make a certain amount of income. Man, please, if you don't be part of this concubine, I don't even know what to tell you. This is a disgrace. But this dude right here, getting a woman like this knocked up, is one of the possibly dumb things you will ever do in your entire life. Like, look at this piece of work. Look at this woman. Like, knocking a woman up like this, Ninja, you deserve everything you get, and you double deserve not paying the six fifty dollars for the early termination. Ninja, I would have walked her hand in hand like we were boo. I would have walked her. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Let's go to Planned Parenthood. All right, baby, here. Let me sign here. Let me put the six fifty. And then get the vacuum cleaner, take her ass in. <laughs> All right, get the vacuum cleaner, get the stirrups, put them legs up, get the sucking that thing out of there. I'm going to give her the money because that child support going to be six fifty dollars a month. Six fifty dollars a month. What's wrong with these disgraceful human beings? Well, this is a video that I've played before. I actually posted it on Instagram. And, of course, this manipulative person wants to jump on social media, press play, press record, Jump on social media and act like she's crying. I can't play the music, but go ahead and take a look at what she's doing here. All right. And now, oh, here come the tears. Let's rub the eyes. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, right on time. Look at this. Let's get the music out on this mother sucker right here. There you go. Yeah. What does she say? Oh, she got the red eyes now. She says it's impossible for a woman after 40 to find a boyfriend. Well, boyfriends are for girls. All right, boyfriends are not for 40-year-old women. You're an old woman now. You get a man. It says right here, I have no children. I cook delicious food and have a big house. Am I really that bad? Well, yes, you're that bad. All right, listen, if I have my choices, you're concubine material. But you cannot have my heirs. We're going to talk about that later on when we talk about the five women in your life. But what, what can you do, ma'am? What, what, what programming are you on? What are we doing? Like, this is all nice. You be a fun night, and you'll be a fun, casual, and occasional. Shout out to Black Ram 313. You'll be a fun person that's in my rotation. But, ma'am, what are you talking about? It's impossible. Just do the numbers. Just do the numbers. You don't have that many available men. What's the problem? <laughs> like, what do we understand? There's not that many available men. In your age group. I know you think there's just an abundance of men just waiting around looking for a wife. I can't find anyone. I can't find no hoes or punani or a wife. I can't find a girlfriend. You think there's just an abundance of men just running around. There's not. The numbers are actually slim. Then when you find a guy, right, you find a guy that ain't been divorced by 40, that's still single, that's mission impossible. Like he doesn't have kids and he's never been divorced and he wants to have kids with a 40-year-old IVF patient that's going to cost him 250 grand to have a kid. He might as well have two by a surrogate. Then he's never been married, never been divorced, never had kids by 40 or whatever you're, whatever you're looking for. Then he's in shape, right? He's just looking to wife somebody up. He's looking to move into your house. <laughs> like he's capable of moving into your house. He's not married currently, and he follows all of these other things you want. Degree, educated, he got a stable job. Where the hell does this guy at? Like, you got slim pickings out here, but they, for some reason, they think there's an abundance of these guys because they tend to peruse bars and shit like this, and they'll see people on dating apps and all this. They, 
ma'am, ma'am. And then let's not talk about the, the yeah, over six feet too, right? And good genetics. And then a person that's not reading Rainbow, like, dude, where are these guys at that you think that are just, you're just missing out on? You're just swinging and missing. Yeah, go find a big old goofy-ass simp. That's what you need to find. Somebody who can't blow your back out. But, yeah, she want all of that, too. I don't feel sorry for these people. You made your own bed. All right, what is this woman saying right here? She says high body count is bad. She's going to dis- You can already tell here. I think she's going to dispute the fact that high body counts are bad. This is kind of what I'm getting from her. So, I don't know. I didn't hear the whole video. Let's hear it. A high body count for a woman is not a good thing. That's what they say, right? High body count, not good, not good. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. But I will tell you one thing. Why are you telling them your body count? Are you in an interrogation? What's happening? What's happening that you're so liberal with your life and your past? Have some mystery, have some mystique, baby. If you choose to go on the train of sleeping with every man and then you regret it, just don't tell anyone. You don't have to. No one will know, okay? Now, probably a better solution is to be more um, decisive with who you sleep with. I agree with that. If you watch my channel, you will know that because we don't let anybody in. We don't just let anybody in. I'm very big on that, but if we've made that mistake, Who's asking you? Who is asking you? You don't always have to be honest. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, it's getting hard out here for y'all. And as if we didn't know this, this is not a surprise. Uh, no woman ever could give you her real body count. Obviously, you heard the multiply by three. You've heard that area codes matter if it's in another country, if they went backpacking through Europe, if they were in another city, if they were had condom sex, if they were on a break. Okay, they come up with all kinds of reasons as to not give you the real number. But see me, I don't I'm at an age where that doesn't matter. But of course, if I was in my early 20s, that thing would matter. This woman's definitely in her 40s and been on a carousel. All right, so I know her number's super-duper high. We don't just let anyone in, okay, but you let every Chad in there or every ninja on the west coast of Australia because she looking a good little Australian with them googly-ass eyes. All right, but uh, I know a googly-eyed Australian when I see one. Yes, and do-do-do-bye and all of these girl trips. They, these things don't matter. So here we go right here. This is disconcerting uh, for a lot of young men because this woman's telling... Other women a lie. And, of course, men are the liars, right? Men are the liars. Now, this is sad. This is sad for a lot of men. When you see things like this, it actually makes you disheartened for a lot of men that want the honest woman in their life. How about this? Who's the Mac? Is it this ninja in the big hat thinking he can get any chick with a good rap? All right, here it is right here. Let's talk about this. And this is helping guys get numbers. This is Israel again making the another appearance on YouTube on my channel. Let's go ahead and play it. All right, hold on for a second. What's your what's your favorite what's your favorite move in the bedroom? Favorite move in the bedroom? All right. She gotta be laying down like this. She lift the leg up. I'll be on there like that, cause it be catching my balls sometimes, man. 
minute. Who are you? Um, brother. He must be new to six. He must be new to sex. And he the light skin keeps sweat. What? Ninja. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? And ninjas be out here showing teeth too. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> like what? And he think he done done something. Look at this ninja out here. Just. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> All right, let's continue again. Hold on for a second. Let's catch up. What, what would you talk about? Uh-oh, what is this? All right, here we go. Oh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite move in the bedroom? Favorite move in the bedroom? All right, she gotta be laying down like this. She lift the leg up. I be on there like that because it be catching my balls sometimes, man. Oh Jesus, just all the humanity. All right, let's continue. Hey, do you feel good? Do you like when those girls grab your balls from the back? Yeah, oh, yeah, Jesus. bro. Yeah. This a family show. Feel better, man. Shit, what's your goal at right now? What's up? What's your goal at right now? I'm trying to find somebody. I came to Austin late, but shit, I'm trying to find somebody tonight. Uh, How's it going? You alone tonight? Uh-oh, hello. We got flat back. We don't have a flat back. She a big old Kaylee. She the Stay Puff Kaylee. Shout out to her. Sloppy yogurts for everybody. And she's showing her teeth out here. All right, she definitely can. I can fix this her mind. All right, uh, let's see what she got. She coming up. She volunteering. She choosing. Let's see how he handles this. Let's see how this young man handles this right here. You got a woman. She choosing. What do we always say? Say less. Say less. Okay? Remember, when women choose on you, say less. You don't have to run no game. You don't have to spit no, uh, you don't have to spit something in her ear. You don't have to say much. She chose you. Now what Ninja's going to do? You know what he going to do? He going to talk himself right out the punani. Mm. Yep, looking like a pog topanga. She looking like a $5 pog topanga in the building. I definitely will fold this her ass up. All right, but this is a layup. This is a layup, but you know, goofy-ass ninjas got to act like they going to prove that I can get the woman. She there already. Ninja, you don't have to do nothing. She picked on you. Let's see what happened here. I, you already know he going to fumble the bag. All right, here we go right here. Let me see here. You alone tonight? Yeah. Okay. Should not anymore? Oh, Ninja, you started. Oh, my Lord. She already dried up like the Sahara Desert. She already gone. She already made this face. She like, shit. I was looking to get banged out and throttled. She was looking to get throttled, and this ninja had to open his mouth. Now, remember, he said he had an open court layup. He had an open court layup. <laughs> he, all he had to do, he could have took his time, jumped off two feet, power layup, and he already out. Already got the bitch looking funny. Look, look at it. Look, oh, shit. Look, man, listen, let me tell y'all a bit of advice here. Let me tell y'all a bit of advice. Say less. Say less. She already there. We had a dating coach video that I had on the internet that I had on Patreon, and that happened to them. They wanted to prove that they had the mouthpiece and all that shit. Uh, 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 you by yourself? Ninja, what? She's standing right. Do you see anybody? Do you see anybody around her? Not only that, she choosing. She walked up to you. You in there, Ninja, like you in there like swimwear. 
and she ready to do the nasty without no interrupt. She ready to drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. She dried up. All right, let's see what happens. He already done lost it, but let's see if he can re- let's see if he can recover that fumble. Can I get your number? Oh, see. She doing it out of pity. She must be desperate tonight. Gotcha. Hell yeah. What's your hey, number? Baby. Hey, what do you want to do on the date? Say what? Is it going to be a date going on happening here? We'll see. I'm here till Tuesday. Oh, uh, ooh, she out of town? All right. Israel kind of cock blocking right now. She a chunky little snow cow. She wanted them snow cows. She looked good from the neck up. She looked good. Then you see that body and you like, well, we doing this. All right, she definitely a snow cow, Minnesota-ish. And she not a flatback. She definitely a, almost on the Gordita level. And uh, she like, all right, I'll give you the number. She handed him the phone. He handed her the phone. Shit. Where you want to take her out, bro? I live in San Antonio. What's up? Oh, not the what's up. Wait, 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 wait. I live in San, o- San Antonio. What's up? What's up? Ninja. You ain't got to be cool no more. She chose. You don't have to ask what's up. You got the number, Ninja. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Ninja. You could just walk her off right now. She out of towner. You got the hotel, Ninja? Take her back to the hotel. Don't say nothing. Like, come come with me. Come on. Start walking, and she gonna follow. What's up? Ninja, just shut up. This is what these dating coaches ain't telling you. Just shut the fuck up. Everything you say will be held against you in the court of the Punani. <laughs> here we go right here. Ooh, what's your name? Gloria. I'm Kevin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All I right, got now, you locked in. I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up. Hey, man. It's just unbelievable. I'm going to hit you up. Nah, we going tonight. <laughs> we going tonight. She leaking. She looking. She, she like, I'm leaving on Tuesday. This shit is like Saturday night, Sunday. She leaving Tuesday. That means the flight leaves at noon. That day is lost. So she got a day and a half. It's Sunday, prime time. She has the, she's on her last day. And everything, everybody know, a woman on her last day trying to go in and give that poom poom out. She been trying to wait to get a poom poom out. He wa- she ready to get throttled. We gone. Oh, you where you leaving on Tuesday? Oh shit. Come on. Let's go back to the room real quick. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. He done lost it. Where you gonna take her at? Shit, my crib. I'm right down the road. Oh. Nigga. Oh no. Are you going to the screw? Uh, well, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. She's still going. She's still going because look at her. She pogalicious. Is that a red flag? Uh, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Look at Oh, my Lord. Jesus. That, that is a wide load right there, boy. That's, she got some dumps in the truck. 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 Bass like what? 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 Look at that busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Hey, I'm still beating it. But look, that's a wide back. And it's flat back to two when everything put. Whoa, my lord! I just gotta say, man, that's a wide. Oh, the humanity! That's a wide load. He gonna have to. It ain't. It's gonna look all mushy when you get home too. But uh, here's the thing about it. You know, here's the thing about it. She still. Oh, she a biggin. Lord have mercy. That's no cow material right there. That's thick. 
That's thick. It's going to look mushy when you get to the crib, though. And she, oh, my Lord, she's a saggy whack. Oh, my, this is sloppy yogurt right here, boy. It's good, though. I like it. Oh, my. Woo! She too young to be this sloppy. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just. Oh, the humanity. Woo! Man. She got a pretty face to be this sloppy like this, man. Boy, she ain't done. Ze- she ain't done nan workout. But hey, she doable. She doable. But she gonna get. <laughs> oh, this she. When we get to the concubine part of the show, when we get to the concubine part of the show, she can play a role in the concubine. She's in. But there's a role she cannot play. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> That's great, eh? That's why. But uh, let's continue with the video. Bro, you already fucked it up, bro. Yeah, no, he didn't mess it up. Here's what happened. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> what happened was she um he said that I was gonna come over and just hit it. Now, obviously, that's what she wanted. But what men have to understand is, and a lot of guys do this, you fronted her out. You fronted her out. So she's on camera, she's in front of other people. You know, women are creepers. Creep, 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 creep. Women creep. And the, one of the reasons why is because in the previous video, even this woman was acknowledging, don't let people know. And once you understand that women are creepers, you can behave accordingly. Let's just say it's a woman that normally doesn't do stuff like this, but she choosing on you and she's out of town. She might go, but making a scene ain't going to help. Making a scene ain't going to help being tacky, being, you know, oh, I'm going a, I'm to a tear her up. I'm a do- you don't have to say nothing, Ninja. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Just shut up. You don't have to be the man no more. You don't act that cool. What's up? You don't have to do that no more. All you have to do is just walk her. It's going to be between me and you. But she already now looking at you as you're going to be one of these ninjas bragging about me on the Internet. You're going to be the ninja in the locker room. Look, trying to make me smell the finger. Remember that girl, that pog? Look, look, I got her. You're going to be one of these ninjas. And that's why women shut you down. And that's why a lot of dating coaches go uh, three and 97, meaning they get rejected 97 times times because they got the big mouth. You got the big mouth. Some women don't want to be out here fronted out. They don't want you to be like, I'm going to hit that when I get to the room. They just, she already know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, save your strength. And by the way, you don't need no more girls' numbers. You got what you needed. You came out here. Sometimes it works. You came out here first 10 minutes. You got somebody choosing. Go back to the crib. That's what you need to do. And then if she don't like it, it is what it is. You got what you needed, and then now you can tuck it in. But he going to wait to call her two days from now. Hey, what you doing? Well, I told you I was leaving Tuesday. I'm at the airport. Oh, where where you going to live at? Minnesota. Now you're in San Antonio. What you going to do now? <laughs> okay. Goofy-ass ninja. All right, but uh, them dating coaches don't help him out. That was Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Yeah, he in the situation. I'm going to get a better chick. Man, just look. That's what you got today, man. <laughs> There'll be another day. They'll live to see another day. Let me get to some super chats, and then we'll get to the remainder of the show. We got the NFL wife. That's been told by other women that they want to be a part of a matchmaking service to find ballers. We got our brother Currency says, how do I, how does one become a bind fixer? 
Shout out to you. Daniel McGee says free agent lifestyle is undefeated. Peace, quiet, and freedom. If you have to do everything by yourself, why not be by yourself and visit the JUCO? Fixes Binds LLC. Give me that, Uncle Earl. Yes. I got money. I often looked at it like that, guys. If I'm if I'm with a person, you know, I'm with a person that I have to already do my laundry by myself and I already got to cook most of my meals by myself. I don't need a woman in my life at all. At all. And there's some women out here that don't want to do all of that. I respect that. Play your position. Play your position. I'm thinking we could be monogamous. Dude, I don't know what it is about women, but they literally be whipping that monogamy card up right up front. You know, I want to be I want to be with one man and I want you to be with one woman. Why? This is early on. I don't even know you. I haven't even examined your effects yet. I don't even know what you can do yet. Like grab them ankles and see what's going. Okay, man, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You want to be with I'm hoping you want to be a one woman man. Show me why I need to be a one woman man. But until then, there will be five or zero. All right. What is going on with these people, man? They literally try to find gumps. CJ. Arab women wear the hijab, not just because of their religion, but so they won't have to do their hair. They save money. It's easier to manage their hair. Older Arab women look like Hulk Hogan as well. Oh, Lord, have mercy. George, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> they be losing their hair. All right, CJ says, earlier, the sniggle in the video with the Ling Ling is the same guy who says he gets all the girls but end up getting Mastodon hood rats pregnant. He's a phony. Mm. Wait a minute. Which one? Hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back. You said the Mastodon. Wait, the one with the Ling Ling. Did I miss something? I missed something. Was that earlier in oh earlier in today's show? It must have been in the early show. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. All right. Derek Choice says Lexi needs to sell her new car and get herself a paid-off Nissan Altima. She ain't going to do that. For what was her paid car payment? 408. Oh man. 408. That's a lot of money for her to drive a Subaru around. Driving a Subaru. The wealth manager says, Juco bond with you when you hit that bottom. And listen, indeed. Uh-oh, wow. You listen to that chicken box. Guys, the bar is relatively low when it comes to women. But the problem is, a lot of guys are really taking shortcuts out here. Now, you might consider what I do a shortcut. No, nah, Ninja, that's a savings. But you're taking a shortcut because what you're trying to do is either you're trying to get them to like you for you, which I've already done shows. It's impossible. It's impossible. She's not going to stay loyal just on that. And or you're trying to do all these tactics. Now, here's the problem with tactics when it comes to women. They're fickle, right? Women are fickle, and it depends on where you use tactics. Let me see if I can lighten up my screen a little bit. You have to understand, a woman is a different person in public and in private. So if you're trying to use a tactic that might work in public, but you meet her in private, it's going to be a whole different show. If you're trying to use a tactic that works in private, but she's in it's a whole different show. And they're fickle. In fact, hormonally, let me just tell you, hormonally, a woman is a different woman every calendar day. And they'll even tell you this. Hormonally, a woman 
is the most fit, the most split bipolar personality person. Let me see women emotions during the day. Hormonally per month, and I can pull up the science to show you. They're a different person each day. They're not the same person. They're a different person. Now, a woman during the entire day is a different person by the hour. And there's women, there's scientific studies that will tell you this. I'll pull up the science if you want, but I'm here to tell you I understand women. During the day, they wake up. By the end of the day, they a whole different person. So there you go right there. Look, a woman's day versus a man's day. All day, we the same ninja. Them, <laughs> this is how they are all day long. You don't know who they were. You said something to her at 9 a.m., she was feeling it. By the time 5 p.m. came around, she ain't feeling it no more. They change. They're hot this hour. They're cold the next hour. They're sad, crying, then they happy, then they mad. You don't know what the hell you're going to get. So I'm telling you, they are what we call the variable. The variable is unpredictable or it's predicated on what the constant is. Constant variable. You cannot... You cannot consider them robots. This is what you young men can't, you guys think they're robots. And that, as a, as a matter of fact, have you ever had this happen? I've told this story before. You think they're robots. You walk into a, 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 a bank. You walk into a, a supermarket. You walk into, you see the woman right there. She might be working or whatever. You see her there. You be like, oh, shit. Damn, that girl nice. You talk to her. Hi, how's it going? Hi, how you doing? You shake your hand. She giving you choosing signals. She biting her lip. She's saying everything you need to hear. Okay, daddy. All right, she ready to go. She ready to go. But you don't close. We've all been through this. You don't close. So then you'll say, I'll see her next time. Surely she works here. I'll just approach her the second time. And then I'll close. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway there. You think this is a video game? I got half my power bar left. All I need to do is save my power bar, and then I'm already in there. Already made my, already made my approach. So now, next time I see her ass in here, I'm going to just go in for the kill. I'm going to tell you, that shit ain't going to work. Because the next time you see her, let me just show you. The next time you see her, she has been, she's a different woman. She, whatever interaction she was feeling a week ago, she ain't feeling that shit today. That's a different woman. So now you're going to pull up. <laughs> first thing going to happen, first thing going to happen is she might not even recognize who the hell you are. She'll be like, hey, remember, hey, how's it going? <laughs> this macaroni Tony here. What's going on, baby? Remember me? We had that good conversation. I saw you biting your lip. I can read your mind, babe. I know what you're thinking. She a whole different woman. She like, wait, we were talking before. What day was this? Wait a minute. Who are you? What? She be doing this shit. You talk to her. She was biting her lip. Today, she like this. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. She gonna be like, uh, backing away from you. Crossing her chest, crossing her titties, trying to protect herself. Uh, are you okay, sir? Do you need help? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, um, I was just wondering if, dude, there's a funny scene 
that explains this. There's a funny scene that explains this shit. And if you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day, this happens in the movie. In the movie Groundhog Day, um, it's a it's a it's a movie about somebody that repeats the same day over and over. So in the movie Groundhog Day, there's a sequence that happens where he's trying to get a woman to fall in love with him. Well, what happened was he dated her on the first day, um, and um, and uh, it was working. And then he messed it up, like right at the end. He was about to get the punani. He was about to get it. So he did the whole date perfectly, and then he got to one point of the date and he messed up. But because he's living the same day over, he's like, I'm going to just do the same thing. Well, it took him like 50 attempts. <laughs> it, took him, <laughs> it took him 50 attempts because every time he approached her, it was a different woman. The vibe was different. The situ- And he approached her same spot. <laughs> and so he could not get. Some days he got it. He went long. Some days he said something stupid right at the beginning. That shit. Somebody actually, somebody actually got to pull that clip. I would pull it, but it's YouTube. Yo, that that is a perfect example of what you dealing with when you dealing with women. All right, Adam Sandler had fifty first dates as well, where she had the mental problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, I think it was the ET girl. I can't remember her name, but uh, yeah, fifty first dates. Yo. That shit right there, it tells you, dude, women are different every day. Whatever they are that day, if it's working, Ninja, you better close it up. If it ain't working, just keep it moving. Ah, mm. uh, man, that just crossed my mind. The Bill Murray uh, Groundhog Day. It's towards the end of the film. He's trying to get her. But, dude, then the next day he comes back and he tries to do the same thing, same line, same thing that worked the previous day, and she slaps him. She runs away. She calls the police. She, dude, it doesn't work. <laughs> it is great. Drew Barrymore. Uh, Groundhog Day is the movie uh, with uh, Andy McDowell, I believe. She's a cutie. But, yeah, Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, that, uh, Groundhog Day is the scene. Dude, the women are different every day. What, work, what will work for her today won't work for her tomorrow. And Drew Barrymore, 51st Dates with Adam Sandler is the same thing where he kind of comes in, he trying to make it work. And then what worked yesterday don't work today. The price didn't change. The goalposts don't move. Women are different. They're literally different by the hour. Like if you catch her in prime time, where to catch a woman is nine o'clock. A woman's world slows down at 9 PM all day long. She's stressed anxious in a vine meetings hustling around to make $1,500 in a bi-weekly paycheck. She going all over the place. She dealing with, you know, she's got errands to run. She's late for this appointment. She's got a lot of stuff going on. Her world slows down around 9 PM. Then she starts thinking. And if she's alone, she starts thinking about her situation, her predicament. If she's in a couple, she starts thinking if I can do better in this relationship. Okay. So right about 9 p.m., this is why they start doing debaucherous things at that hour. That's when they reach out. Hey, big head. Hey, I was thinking about you. Hey, I'm thinking about coming over. Hey, what you doing? W-Y-D. Okay, then they start reaching out. Then they start texting. Then they start thinking about doing stuff. They just need to be talked into it. They want to do it, but they know they got to get up early in the morning. Uh, you know, I think oh, I might should come over. Do you want me to come over? Yeah, come on over. Yeah, but do you want me to come over? Yeah, come on. 
Yeah, but do you want me? Okay, yeah, come on over. Yes, I want you to come over. Okay, let me go get ready. <laughs> let me go get ready. So 9 o'clock, you got the confirmation. By 9.15, back texting for back text messages, FaceTime. She going to get ready. But she got to go walk her dog. She got to go stop and drop off some money to the weed man. She got to go get in the shower. She got to do her hair, do her makeup. You're like, you don't need all that. Just come over in your booty shorts and your slides. Oh, now nah, I'm going to get ready. Just come in. No bra. Get your titty sagging out. Come on. She got to go get some gas. She got to go get some black and milds. She got to get a vape refill pen or vape pen refilled. Ninja, it's 1130. Mm. 1130. By the time she get over there and y'all didn't confirm to come over there at 915. Now you done fell asleep. You tired. You waiting up. She going to catch a flat tire on the way. Damn, I didn't call the flat. Oh, shit. Mm. Now you driving out to her to fix this her flat. And please, I always tell these people like, look, man, yo, look. If you, if you think you're coming over at 9 o'clock or after 9, no, I finishes up at 9.30. I finishes up at 9.30. And you need to come into the dough at 7.30. The problem is they ain't frisky yet like that. They got to warm up. These women out here, they, they different. They different. You got to treat them as such. All right, shout out to you. And we got um, the wealth manager. Shout out to you, Brown 310. Shout out to the flatback senorita turning uh, wait, he said shout out to the flatback senoritas turning 18 today. Shout out to them. Ooh, ain't nothing better. <laughs> and it's just like you a metaphile for real. But listen, you got to get them early. Them senoritas, you got to get them right off the vine. Because you let 17 years pass up and it's all of a sudden. Yeah, man, it's sad. Uh, shout out to. uh. <laughs> All the Latina chicks is mad at me. Shout out to CJ. And what did you have to say, sir? I'm he says high HIV rates isn't because of down low men. It's because lonely drunk women are sleeping with their gay friends. I've seen women give lap dances to their reading rainbow friends and say, I feel you getting hard. They never admit it, though. They like to creep. In fact, we've had several people bring up that point. I haven't seen, I'm going to honestly say, I haven't seen evidence of that. However, I don't put it past them. I don't put it past them. They be playing some goofy ass games when they get drunk and they be with they reading rainbow guy. I, I know that to be true. You got some women that be out here. What did they used to call them back in the day? They used to call them something. I can't remember. But yeah, dude, I'm, dude, uh, in, in, uh, when I'm in Southern Cal, a lot of these girls will be like, oh, you need to come to me to this show. I remember this fine chick that I was messing with. She was like, come to this show in downtown San Diego. And she was like, meet me there. She was like a half Cherokee, and beautiful girl, man, beautiful girl. So I goes down with her. It's a damn drag queen. It wasn't a drag queen. It was a, a burlesque. It was a burlesque show. But I knew I effed up. When I saw the uh, sidewalk and it had rainbow in the sidewalk, I was like, uh-oh. Then I walked into the bar all early and shit, and I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> but they be messing around with people like that. They won't tell you, though. They won't tell you. And, and I should have known she was a super-duper libtard. Like, she was too liberal to me, but she was gorgeous. 
But I knew I walked in in San Diego. I can't remember the street name, but I was like, oh, shit. I seen a bunch of bartenders, male bartenders. I was like. <laughs> I was like, yo. I was like, uh. I was like, is this a gay bar? They was like, yeah. I was like, what is it? See, listen. This is the thing, right? This is the thing. Why she didn't tell me that? Like, she did not tell me that. She let me go down there and go down there and then meet up. And as soon as I get up in there, right, I see the street. I'm like, hold up. I'm sitting there like. I'm like, uh, oh, Hillcrest. I was like, bro, what are we doing? I was like, what are we doing? I waited for her outside. I was like, man, I was like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me this is what it was? And she was like, what's the problem? I was like, shit. Man, I was like, yo. <laughs> she set me up. So anyway, watch out for these libtars, man. They will get you with some crazy shit like that. She was like, well, what's the problem? Why did I have to tell you? But yeah, man, they be messing with them people. All right, anyway. And you can tell, never mind. I might get in trouble. I might get in trouble. You can tell I knew I was on some shit. Shout out to the dictator says favorite movie in the bedroom. Uh, is that, is that, uh, what is it? Wait, is that the favorite movie or is that the, um, what's the name of the movie? Groundhog Day. He says, here's some twenties. See ya in two to three weeks. Shout out to you. Anyway. Yeah. I was like, dude, you got to tell a man that you're going to do some shit like this. She was like, I don't see the problem. Libtard. <laughs> it must y'all calling it Hillcrest? Yep, she caught me off guard. Corner corner restaurant. I was like, yo. All right, uh, anyway, nobody tried to buy me nothing. All right, here we go right here, and that's all I'll say about it. Where we at? Oh, I have to A-Yo chill it. A-Yo chill, son. A-Yo. All right, Maryland guy says, Coach, did you hear about SS Sniper Wolf? who is a YouTuber, 34 million subs, doxxed another YouTuber she was in a beef with, showed up to his crib, and posted his address on Instagram. Okay, wow. Man, boy, man, god dang, man. These young people cannot handle fame. These young people cannot handle fame. That's crazy. Like, why would you do that? You making all that money? Is that the one also that did the self-deletion? Okay, we got our brother here. He says, uh, Kevin Biggers says, not sure if you spoke about it, but Damian Lillard's wife is asking the court for sole custody of all three kids. Give him the buzzer. I did. I covered it. I just didn't do a short form video of it because I'm working my YouTube around. But yes, I did cover it. Big L, big child support, 50K a month. 50K a month. That's what I'm predicting. We worked it out. Winnie Wall, coach, 42, and I'm still athletic, but I tore my patellar tendon completely off a few weeks back. Kneecap popped off while dunking. I now swim. And never be ashamed of this, guys. Never be ashamed. No, a wise man knows his limitations. A wise man knows his limitations. And don't be the one that try to, you got to figure it out. Okay. You can just pivot. I'm athletic. I'm in the athletics and sport. Just pivot. I see way too many people. Going in from tennis, and then they'll go into pickleball. 
and these people be blowing their knees out. They be blowing their knees out. All these old ass people, 40 to 60 years old, trying to play pickleball. In fact, pickleball is responsible for a lot of uh, blown out knees of older people trying to be athletic. Also, CrossFit is another one that catches people. I see way too many older people trying to go out there. And I was like, you ain't never even been no athlete. But, you know, I can't stop people. I can't stop people. You got to be careful. Shout out to Ryan J. I've been called a deadbeat. It ain't nothing to me. I survived child support. I'm still undefeated. Strip a father of his child. A free agent is created. Keep speaking the truth, brother. And we all deadbeats. Let me tell you, gentlemen. All of us are deadbeats. If you're on child support, use a deadbeat. If you pay your child support, use a deadbeat. It don't matter in between. Let me show you. Um, a lot of men that we've seen that be having, uh, you know, they have a great career. They get put on child support. They pay their child support, but they don't buy a kid's shoes. That woman will air that ninja out like he a deadbeat. And I'm like, and all it took was one month for him to stand his ground. In fact, there's many examples of this, but it don't matter. It don't matter. You still a deadbeat no matter what. If your child support is 200 bucks or 50,000 bucks, deadbeat. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm like, why in the world, how in the world did you get put in a category with a ninja that pays $400 a month for eight kids? You in the same category. So guys, never feel like, I know those things are lobbed at men to make them feel like they need a duty to, to do more than what's required of them. And so, you know, they don't consider the fact that you've been separated from your life and your children, and then you've been had this thing happen to you where you have to pay. Guys, I know guys that pay their child support on time, and the wife or the girlfriend or the ex-wife will say, hey, you still need to pay this extra $100 over here. And they stand their ground, and then they call them a child support. I mean, they call them a, they call them a deadbeat. It is bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre behavior out here, but just realize it's nothing personal. It's all business. <laughs> he says, I did CrossFit till I was 59. Now I ride a bike and do planks. I, when, I saw, when I saw Shawn Michaels doing yoga and stretching, I knew. I was like, okay, these ninjas, right? At some point, that's what I do. I still got a whole workout room with all the Olympic weights, all of that. And uh, it's more for my son now. Because he be in there pushing all that weight around. But ninjas be like, what you what you bench pressing? I'm like, bench pressing? The fuck? Ninja, I done been there, done that. Hey, uh, let's see what we got here. We're almost done with these. Uh, let's see here. Then we're going to get on to the show. El Jefe says, I tell people, CGA, that as I age, as long as I can walk and get on my knees, pause, I'm good. I think you meant get off. That's what we'll say. I don't need to dunk or run a sub 440. Yard dash, not I. Not I. <laughs> Them days was good, man. Them days were good. But uh, when I was training, fitness training, I, I fitness trained all the way up until, what, mid-40s? Yeah, right before 44, I think, 45. And I worked with athletes. And uh, I would actually have the agility ladder out and these hurdles and all that. And I used to be the guy that would show them how to do it. I stopped doing it. <laughs> I was like, nah, I ain't about to get injured showing no fifth grader, no agility ladder. So 
what I would do is I would try to actually have there someone there to show them, like my son, or if they weren't there, I would actually walk it through. I ain't trying to demonstrate that shit. <laughs> All right, anyway, blow out my damn Achilles trying to run a, a hurdle. All right, nope, shout out to El Jefe. I used to watch Tucker during prime time, but now I watch you. Since he was fired and nothing else compares to your show, CGA, he says, I don't even want to watch the Cowgirls go. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. Is Tucker Carlson still around? We got two more. Oh, El Jefe says, I was thinking CGA because of feminism. Women really don't need men anymore. They don't. Therefore, if you get into a relationship with a woman, it's pretty much going to fail. Guaranteed. Ladies, do you think this? I know you listen to my show. I know all 10 of you are here touching yourself. Give me to a thousand likes. But I think that we're in a place where women don't need men. And this is sad to say, as much as we talk about we don't need women, women don't need men anymore. Now, do they want a guy? Yeah. Because there's still a little bit of comfort, security, and validation that they get. Right? And I believe at the end of the day, there's nothing more important to a woman's life than a man. There's nothing. All of these accolades, success, and you can kind of say something about that about men. But nothing defines her more than her ability to keep a man. Nothing. Nothing. The career, accolades, trophies, awards, uh, uh, the, the work recognition, nothing compares. There's nothing that still, uh, this is still programmed into our DNA. Nothing defines her than her ability to keep a man. Keep. Not get. Keep. Nothing. Because let me tell you, in order to say you are a successful mother, you have to say, I have a husband that's still with me. If you say, hey, I'm a mother, but I don't have the man to go with it, Ninja, you already just, boom, right down. In order to, in order to say you're a mother, you needed a man to skeet in your gut successfully while during ovulation. At least one man. You cannot be even called a mother without this process, meaning you're somewhat incomplete. Now, a woman can say to herself, I don't need that. I'll go forth with life without that. But remember, her window is small. She can't change her mind down the line. She can't be like 50 and be like, let me do it. Like technically she can, but it's not the wisest decision. It's pretty selfish at that point to do something like that. But she's defined by keeping a man. Plain and simple. There ain't no if ands, about, up, buts about it. There's nothing that, like, now, men, we're not defined by that. Like, that, that is one thing that can define us. One, that's one of the things that can define us. But that, that is not the end-all, be-all. Like, literally being a father, uh, career aspirations, achievements. Like, it, it's not the same for women. It is not. We, our ability to get women versus keep them, like we could have a divorce, it really is not a chink against us. Well, did I say chink? Like if we don't keep the woman, they'd be like, okay, you still all right. So it is what it is. I mean, I think, you know, we have to come to the understanding that there's nothing else that defines them greater than that. Some people might think there is, but there really isn't. Name something. 
Name something else. They pay their bills. In fact, most of the things that they define themselves by related to success. I'm going to say this and see if you agree. Most of the things that they define themselves after success or as a success is literally bare minimum for a man. I'm going to say it again, and this applies to almost 95% of Western women. Most of the thing that defines them as successful is bare minimum shit for a man. It's actually required bare minimum as behavior. In fact, if that guy is defined by the same level of success as that woman, that woman sees that man as her equal or less. Tell me I'm lying. If what she has, the same ninja has the same shit, she literally is like, mm. <laughs> she sees him as, okay, you can be a partner. She doesn't look at that ninja like, wow, you got the same thing I got. You achieved the same thing I did. Nope. Nope. I pay my own bills. I got my car. I do this. I do this literally is bare minimum as adult behavior at best. And they will measure you up and look at you as a lateral move and be like, well, I guess. <laughs> so there is the proof. There's the proof. What they're achieving as success is bare minimum adult behavior. Anyway. <laughs> I have a job and I got a degree and I take care of myself and I pay my rent and bills and I have my car insurance and I'm super successful. I, I got my own. I own a townhome. I paid $460,000 for my one bedroom, three bathroom townhome. 80 year mortgage. It literally is like. We could be a power couple. We could be a power couple if we put our bare minimum behaviors together. Anyway, it's actually crazy, man. I, I mean, I look at it and going, this is some goofy shit, but tell me I ain't lying. Where we at? Dark side, foundation, CGA. I'm still laid off, but just got my second client for my LLC. I got a business card or a business credit card too. He says, I need to figure out how to pay myself and save taxes. Sorry for the low chats, but by the way, I'm watching this Hulu show with Selena Gomez. She is indeed a gordita. Shout out to our favorite. She's my favorite gordita. She's my favorite gordita. All right. Somebody says, so it means when they marry the ex-felling with nothing. I, are you saying, so what does it mean? What does it mean? Um, That that guy... You know, because we do have this idea that, oh, women want equal or more. Well, they always inevitably will end up with less. But that guy serves a different purpose. Shout out to you, man. Keep it going with your business. Keep it going with your business. Keep plugging away. And this period of time, Dark Sound Foundation, is going to be a period of time that you recover and you'll look back on and you'll actually laugh at the position you're at because it will be kind of like, wow, I really was proud of myself. So keep it plugging away. Keep it plugging away. But uh, yeah, a lot of men will say, well, I see women dating broke ninjas all the time. Well, but what does that man serve? That man serves as, that man serves as basically the, um, 
the dominant sexual, the sexual dominant, or it's a ninja that she feels sorry for. You know, if I could be a part of his life and he can get his shit right. But most of the time, you've seen the movie Baby Boy. That's what he serves as. She, she basically keeping this ninja around because he can hit that bottom. And he's reckless and he can hit that bottom and he skeets in her guts and they can have, you know, flirtatious banter. They can argue. She can control that ninja by calling the police or calling child support on the ninja or calling, you know what I mean? He didn't just sell dope and she can say pull the yank. But really what's happening is he hitting that bottom and she feels safe around him. But at some particular point, she's going to look over and go, why, why am I with this ninja? Yeah, it is what it is. And all women do this. All races of women, not just straggles. All races of women do it. Uh, some women, white women, date biker gang dudes, uh, punk rockers. Some dudes, some women date gang bangers. And corporate, hey, the thing about some, some women are corporate women and they be dating gang bangers. Tupac with a degree, gang bangers. That thug love. And the thing that keeps her in is she's like, if I could just work, if I could just work that ninja. So a lot of guys are like, there's women out here dating broke men all the time. And women will be like, I'm dating these no good ass ninjas and these no good ass broke ninjas, nothing for good for nothing ass. But they ain't got nothing else to do. She ain't going to find no good ninja. And by the time she does, if she keeps this behavior up, she's not going to find a good ninja attractive. This is why people are worried about shit like that. She's not going to find a good ninja attractive. Why? She can't control him. He's not as enthusiastic. He's not really led by sex. She cannot weaponize sex against the guy. If she can, then she will find him unattractive. So these are the things that we kind of notice out here. You will see a woman with a struggle ninja. It's not always about money. But then when the guy comes up and maybe he's upper echelon and he's making her compete, she's like, I can't control him. I can't control him the way this ninja. Okay, here, come get you a cookie. And then I say, you know what? I'm going to send you home tonight. Dude, nothing hurts their ego more. They're like, damn, I can't even control him with no puss. Nah. It is what it is. So anyway. <laughs> El Jefe, I got you, brother. Let me get back to the show. And then we're going to do this commentary. Right here, we're going to share a video. Let me see what are we doing here. Oh, yeah. This is the woman here uh, that we've talked about at least once. You're going to have to find a hard time referencing the video. But uh, here we go right here. This is the NFL wife who's going to start a matchmaking service. She's a well-recognizable name in the industry. And it says right here, please help me. I'm sorry. Please help make me an NFL wife. This is the New Orleans State tight end, Jawan Johnson's wife, who vows to set up single ladies with football stars. And as you can see, she's a clone Kardashian in this photo right here, but there's a lot of airbrushing artists, racially ambiguous, so-called ninja exotic. You know how ninjas be like, she exotic. That's a ninja word. Or you cannot tell her racially, she's racially ambiguous because you're ignorant as to what people actually are culturally. So in your world, they either black or white. But if they're somewhat mixed, which all people are mixed, Ninja going to call her exotic. Ninja going to call her foreign. All right. She foreign. She a foreign. Ninja, Ninja, she a mutt. That's what she is. 
but you can't understand it because you don't know culture. Uh, so let, let's get to it real quick. <laughs> Ninja don't know no languages. You don't know where Italy is. You don't know where France is. You don't know where Slovakia is. You don't know where Czech Republic is. Ninja, you don't know where nothing is. So everybody that's not black or white are exotic. Mm. Only no. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, some ninjas didn't get it. Well, there you go. Where are we at here? All right, what does it say? New Orleans Saints tight end Jawan Johnson's wife, Shanine, has declared herself the newest NFL matchmaker extraordinaire. Here it is right there. As a matter of fact, uh, for most people, let me, let me go back to that other point. Kim Kardashian was called an exotic. Kim Kardashian was called an exotic. Now, the problem is I grew up in Southern California, so Kim Kardashian's not an exotic. But the rap world and the ninja NFL, these guys called her an exotic. Now, I knew her as she's not an exotic. All right, I already knew she was Armenian because I already know by the last three letters in her name, that's going to judge Armenian. Now, if you actually ask somebody in Louisiana or a ninja that lives in the South what an Armenian is, you wouldn't know. But she looks racially ambiguous to the point where you can't tell what she is. So you would ask, is she Iranian? Is she from Iran? Is she from Saudi Arabia? Ninja would have called her Persian and all that shit. But the last three letters is an indicator. Jerry Tarkanian. Armenian. I, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley near Burbank and Glendale. All right. Almost everybody out there last name is I-A-N. But people would call her exotic. But she's an Armenian. And people don't really know what Armenian is. But like, you know what it is now because Kardashian's popular. But back then, you guys would have just said she an exotic. So when you see that IAN, you can almost descend. You can always make that connection that they're most likely have a family member that is Armenian. Steve Sarkeesian. Yes, Sarkeesian. Damn Bilzerian. I can never say that. But uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, and just like the you-know-whos, the you-know-whos. Soon as you see that Berg, soon as you see that Stein or Stein, you already know what's up. <laughs> you already know, oh, Mr. Berg. All right, here we go. Mr. Stein. All right, you already know what's up. Ninja, you don't have to guess. Where we at? Let's get in here. But that comes from understanding the culture. Where are we at here? Let's get in here. I'm here to educate. It says right here, it all started with seemingly innocent direct messages that slid into her Instagram inbox. Somebody said, please help me and make me become an NFL wife. Practice squad even. Shanine revealed in a video post on the couple's joint TikTok. Joint TikTok. God dang. It says right here, yes, the practice squad. Because why aim for the stars when you can aim for the practice field, right? The interesting DM led her to ponder. My husband is in the NFL. I think it's high time for me to become an NFL matchmaker. And now Chanel is ready to dive into the world of matchmaking NFL style. Mm. It says right here, this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill dating service, folks. So I decided that I'm going to help y'all find a perfect match. And we're going to do it position by position, Shanine declared. With the de determination uh, of the head coach 
facing a critical fourth down situation. Naturally, she's going to start with the tight ends because, well, her husband is a tight end. So here's what I'm talking about. The reason why I'm playing this story out is because we're in a position where women believe they can choose, right? We talked about you're on her level. She thinks she's better than you. She's like, so she wants to aspire on her level or above, preferably above. And you have women that believe that they're doing more than the bare minimum. They're doing extraordinary work. They're really not. It's really ordinary work. But everybody below doesn't qualify when it comes to finding a mate. So they're going to target. When I get to the, when I get to the later part of this show, talking about not every woman is complete enough to deal with one man and have that one man be, she, she's, that you're, she's the one woman. This is exactly what we're talking about. We're getting to the point where women are selecting apex predatoring, targeting who they want. They're crafting a specific image to leave certain guys out and target who they want. Uh, let's continue with the article here. She says she's going to start with tight ends. So if you ever dreamed of dating an NFL player and potentially landing the coveted spot on the roster, Shanine has a game plan for you. All you need to do is leave a comment under the video with your favorite tight end's name. It's like ordering from the football menu, choosing your favorite dish, and she'll do her best to serve it up on a platter. Well, talk about objectifying. Talk about objectification. If this was written about women, all right, this would sound like a male order bride. All right, but talk about objectification. They're not even referencing who the person is. Quote, I'm going to find one of y'all beautiful. Wait, I'm going to find one of y'all a beautiful first date, Shanine promised. Interestingly, uh, Jawan Johnson is ready to help his wife, Shanine, in the search for a potential suitor for the fans. It says right here, Jawan and Shanine crossed paths for the first time during as they were student athletes at Penn State. They tied the knot. I have a video that's going to describe who they are. So let's do that right now. Henry Resilient has a great video. I actually searched the internet, and Henry Resilient actually did a video on these two in, uh, about almost a year ago. So this is the couple. This is the couple. This is the couple, and let's go ahead and show you who this, this couple is so you can see what they're trying to do. Shout out to Henry Resilient, fair use. All right, this is, uh, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and get it down right here. Here we go, right here. Yard away. We're yard away. And she says, let's go here. Um, we just picked up our marriage license, and now we're going to go wander the strip for a while. That's it. Right there. Remember when this woman went viral for taking care of her husband and everyone called her a maid? Well, she back. NFL wife morning before practice routine, my husband actually despises the sound of an alarm clock, so I always make sure to wake up a little early. That way my soothing sound of my voice can wake him up from his slumber in the morning. And then I went ahead and started to watch his film for him and took notes. That all right, um, she's definitely trying to do it all here, but uh, as we can see, she definitely on her master splinter. Uh, you know, damn, she definitely, and one of the things that I'm going to make as a point why men need five different women as opposed to one well, she looks like five different women. Let's just be honest. She looks like five different women. Like from day to day, depending on how she dressed, ninja, she five different women. So she's going to do, look at this iPad quality, by the way. Look at the, the, the case. All right. She's going to take 
notes for the scouting report. Here we go. And then I went ahead and started to watch his film for him and took notes. That way I can give him a scouting report for this Friday's game. And then he started his morning meditation and yoga, which I provided the ambiance for. But then he actually asked me to leave because I was disturbing his peace. So I went ahead and started to clean all of the doorknobs that he's going to be using for the morning. That way we practice caution and ensure his safety and health. And then after that, I ran out to the car with his morning coffee. That way I can start the car, heat it up, and make sure that the steering wheel is clean. That way he stays nice and safe on his right to work. She's still taking care of her husband. People don't like it, but people don't understand that marriage is about when two become one. And he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Athletes who find a wife usually got about an 80% chance of getting divorced, according to this article written by the New York Times. It reads, all right, and so let's pause it right there. We're going to talk about the marriage and divorce, and then there's another part of this video so we can tell you who this woman is that's going to start the matchmaking service. What do you think? What do you think of this? Let me put up a poll. Let me put up a poll on this one because a lot of people are looking going, could you deal with a person that's doing this? Because a lot of you guys say, I want a woman, a traditional woman that cook and clean and look after. But there she is right there. there she's right there. This is the woman who cooks and cleans. She's making you a panini. She warming up your car. Is she doing too much? Hold on for a second here. Would you, would you want a wife like Shanine? Despite the fact that she's annoying. Sometimes ninja women ain't perfect. Women ain't perfect. But she's actually doing a lot of the things that you ninjas like. I want a traditional wife. All right, one traditional wife. The wife didn't take care of my needs, you ninjas. Uh, and she's getting roasted on the internet. Somebody said it's Cap. All right, I don't have a... Well, listen, we're going to look at this in a minute. But you want... Ninjas don't believe shit on the internet. But you want a wife. Just be theoretic, metaphorically, ninja. Come on. Work with me. Work with me. Work with me, ninja. Work with me. Play the game, ninja, ninja. All right, hold on for a second. It says Chanel. It keeps auto-correcting to Chanel over here. I don't want Chanel. I want Shanine. Ninja's going to be like, no. I'm like, ninja, what you want then? God damn. <laughs> ninja, what you want out here? Listen, hey, look, the perfect scenario was no wife. But listen, at least she trying to do some shit. She trying to do something. She trying to take care of the ninja. All right, trying to make his life easier. But listen, I ain't saying you should want her. I'm just saying. All right, here it is right here. Divorce for NFL players. This is what Henry's going to set up because all men pay, right? Now, when you get divorced, you're going to know she's going to be a problem in the divorce. And she's going to tell you why she's going to be a problem in the divorce. All right, here we go. Evidence suggests that the divorce rate for NFL players is between 60 and 80%, which is higher than that of general population, where nearly half of marriages end in divorce, but comparable to athletes in other sports. It's a tough life to sustain a marriage. I mean, they traveling all the time. That's said by Raul Fiedler, a celebrity divorce lawyer who represented former wives of Mike Tyson and Patrick Ewing. There's a maximum amount of temptation and lots of money floating around yeah that's why for me the monogamy doesn't work but you know what i mean like i i she's she's good she serves one purpose purpose but to be monogamous with her it, it yeah anyway let's continue it's just a bad combination. So what he's saying is athletes are traveling. They got plenty of money. They got plenty of options. Cheat and wives can get plenty, 
of money in the divorce. So the temptation is there because these athletes don't be getting married with no prenups. Well, now they do. Oh, boy, she's a little too much for me. But but this guy, she trying to be all up in the video all the time. That would be annoying to me. But let's continue. So you got rookie Jawan Johnson, who said he better than Tom Brady at marriage. He going to beat the odds because his wife different. She take care of him. And she even gained a social media following for taking care of him, being his biggest cheerleader, feminist hater. But they got to go to work every day for a job they don't like and a boss who probably don't appreciate him. And all she got to do is take care of her husband. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the thing right there. That's uh, that's what a lot of guys are asking for. But now that you see it, you're like, oh, it's cringy. You see what I mean? So I think, honestly, I think guys don't really know what they want. They're trying to look for a scenario. And uh, again, some guys don't want a wife, right? We know what's, we know that how this story is going to end. She's probably the most dangerous version of a divorcee. She's going to be dangerous in the family court. But right now it's working out. Guys are like, I don't want that. All right, let's continue. Is she not some groupie? They met in college, got married shortly after. They seem like a happy couple two years in. I mean, it's still a little early, but give us some time. But she's going viral again for her thoughts on his money. Wait a minute. Okay, wow. All right, so this is the clip that I want to show you. This is a viral clip. And again, if you take my social media information, sometimes you go viral on the times you least expect it. I'm pretty sure she did not intend to go viral. This is the video that I did in which she called his money their money. So remember, he's out there getting tackled. He's out there catching because the role she plays, she says when we get paid as opposed to when he gets paid. Let's play the video. I cannot say that I agree with this one. When I, we, get paid, I... We'll spend as much money as I want because it's our money and he decided to marry me and I do everything that he wants like I'll cook and clean and stuff like that and when he makes money I'm gonna spend it and that's just what marriage is like you don't have to get married as soon as we became one whatever is his is also mine so I pretty much live my life as I please and that's just the way it is like I don't know what else to tell you <laughs> she sound like my lord all right, and uh, there you go right there. Uh, I know that right there is going to be the thing that if you were on the fence, that probably would be the thing that jumps you off the fence right there. So, yeah, man, two years in right there, that's when you know you might have effed up. And, uh, yeah, she does look racially ambiguous and whatnot. So this is the woman who's going to start the matchmaking service. There she is right there with the tight end there. And, really, he's held hostage by this woman. He can't. He can't leave her. He can't leave her. Uh, one of the disadvantages of having a woman like this is she's attached to you. She's attached to you in every way. So that if you do break up or you do cheat, she's going to be out here putting hot grits on your back. All right. It's going to be bad. And then the divorce is going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. This, is, this makes it very dangerous. And I think she's talking from a position of, hey, I got an advantage. All right, I can screw him, and I'm pretty sure he's heard stuff like that. You can't leave me now. You're screwed. You're messed up. So let's play that part again. We get paid. I will spend as much money as I want because it's our money, and he decided to marry me. And I do everything that he wants, like I'll cook and clean and stuff like that. And when wait, he wait, makes wait, money, wait, 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 wait. Let me go back. He decided to marry me. See, I don't like that type of language. 
that's the type of language that you should really be scared of because no, baby, you decided to marry. He, he did decide to marry you, but it wasn't like you didn't have a choice in it. So that's very dangerous language. And I'm going to tell you when you break up with her, she going to go crazy. You decided to marry me. You marry me. You messed up. I've heard that before. As many as I want because it's our money and he decided to marry me. And I think that's what she said. He decided to marry me. I do everything that he wants, like all cooking clean and stuff like that. And so this is what she does. So she does everything he wants. Not what she wants to do. I dreamed of doing this for my man. I'm doing this because he's him. He's in the NFL. Well, what if he's not in the NFL no more? Are you going to do this for him when he makes uh, $80,000 doing a podcast in his office or, you know, 60000 doing ESPN Sunday Night Football? Are you still going to do it? Probably not. He makes money. I'm going to spend it. And that's just what marriage is. Like, you don't have to get married. As soon as we became one, whatever is his is also mine. So... I pretty much live my life as I please, and that's just the way it is. Like I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Oh man. Woo. Woo. That's gonna be that's gonna be a painful one for him. He's gonna catch one on that one. But again, a lot of people are trying to find their balance. Well, there's no more traditional women. Well, technically, technically, in many ways, she's playing the traditional traditional role. But she's also saying, in a traditional sense, whatever he makes is ours. That's very traditional. Uh, so you, you guys are trying to have your cake and eat it too. But then when you see a woman that's probably as close as you're going to get it, other than the fact that she's on social media and you can see that she she looks a certain way, that you would prejudice her, she's actually doing everything. Ninjas be like, you need to cook her. She's doing it. Like she warming this ninja car up, right? Uh, of course, for the video. For the video. <laughs> I can't imagine she does this quite often. She's washing down the she's washing down the uh, the doorknobs. Caution and ensure his safety and health. And then after that, I ran out to the car with his morning coffee. That way, I can start the car, heat it up, and make sure that the steering wheel is clean. That way, he stays nice and safe on his ride to work. She's oh still man, yeah. Oh, the humanity. All right, so there's the bre I think that's ordered food right there. I'm taking care of her husband. All right, that's okay, man. <laughs> I want to ride that out. I want to see what happens, man. I will be looking. Okay, next uh, story here is going to be of an NBA basketball player that has potentially an allegation against him. Let's review it. His name is Josh Jackson. We're going to show you a picture of him. Remember, everything we say is alleged. I believe this is the guy that played for, is this the guy that played for the Atlantic Hawk, Atlanta Hawks? I, I don't think this this guy. I think this is another guy. It's a younger one. All right, Josh Josh. Jackson, say that five times fast. And uh, I'll read it here according to NBA Central. Josh Jackson is alleged to have uh, essayed a woman in a New York hotel last year and subsequently sent two women to intimidate her by breaking into her apartment. After a night out, Jackson allegedly texted her, inviting her with the come through and offered $1,500 if she pulled up. I got money. So, guys, I don't know if you guys know that, you know, ninjas be like tricking, tricking, tricking. But these guys do stuff like this all the time. I know women that have been a part of this lifestyle, massage therapists, like, you know, and uh, guys that hit up these girls on Instagram when they're in town. I, I know this life all too well. And people will think it doesn't happen. Dude, it happens that easy. 
It says right there he offered her fifteen hundred bucks if she wanna pull up. Although the woman declined the money. Lies. She took an Uber arranged by Jackson to his hotel room at the New York edition, believing the party was still underway. I'm, I must have missed something in context about a party. It says right here, to her surprise, she was alone with Jackson, who, clad in basketball shorts, boasted about having $12 million in his bank account. Now, here's the thing right here. She retorted, I am not here for your money. I am not a gold digger. Well, he would have been better off dealing with gold diggers, escorts, and, and sugar babies. See, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. A lot of guys talk talk a certain way about dealing with women, but you're talking like a broke ninja or a standard factory-issued man. Like, you don't have nothing to lose. You're not going to lose your career either way. If you get a divorce, a sexual assault, you're not going to lose your job at Jiffy Lube. So you want to get in here and say what tricking is and who should pay and what position you're going to put yourself in. But you don't have $12 million in the bank. You don't get to lose your NBA career. So this is makes you a different man. You have way more to lose than the straggle. You don't have anything to lose and you deal with straggle. So you don't see the issue of doing it. Now, he tried to lead with that, which is dumb. But he would have been better off dealing with a gold digger. He would have been better off dealing with an escort. That's, he would have been better off. He obviously wanted a quick fix. And if this story is accurate, he would have been better off paying up front. That's what he wanted. And then she said, no, I don't want that. He should have ditched her right away. He should have cut bait. But what he said was, oh, you different. <laughs> oh, you different. You're not, you're not, you're not, you know, looking at me as a target. You're not looking at me. You're not impressed with me leading with my wallet, which that's leading with your wallet. Leading with your wallet with a nice car, you got a Chrysler 300, is not leading with your wallet. Ninja, you are average mother sucker out here. You're an average mother sucker. So here we go right here. Leading with $12 million in the bank, that's leading with your wallet. Ninja's talking about leading with their wallet, and they talking about don't, 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 uh, don't show a woman $200 bills. Ninja, that ain't leading with no wallet. <laughs> All right, anyway, right here. So now he effed up. She said, I'm not a gold digger. I'm not here for your money. Well, that turned out to be a lie. She later claimed that Jackson, oh, I'm sorry, after consuming alcohol, she fell asleep in his room. Mm. Brothers, why? Okay, that's where he messed up because um, you're not coming here to get throttled. I'd, I'd invited you here. You know what's the situation here. You could leave if you want. You thought there was a party. There was no party. You certainly were well within your right to leave. Then you stayed. Then you drank up all the drink, ate up all the food, and fell asleep without giving him no punani, according to her story. Mm. According to her story. First of all, ma'am, what are you doing here? You know what the business is, and he offered you, and you're going to still sit up here, drink all the drink, and fall asleep. On the, on the bed on the side. She later claimed Jackson forcibly removed her clothes and assaulted her, leading her to pass out from the trauma and confusion and horror of the incident. Man, now this, this tells me this is some crazy shit right here. Are you kidding me? Look, listen. I'm a strong guy. I know what these whores be out here wearing. 
They be wearing tight ass leggings. They be wearing shit. They be wearing leotards. You ever get with a woman and you see her and then you take down her pants? She got a leotard that you got to snap between the legs. Bitches be wearing some shit that's layered. They be wearing bras that don't snap in the back. They snap in the front. It's hard pressed to get their mini skirt, even with the zipper unzipped, off of their asses. It's, you, you can't do it. You almost got to whip ass to get some forcibly removed women's clothing. I don't care if it's some scantily clad ass clothing. You don't know, Ninja, you can't. You be taking off clothes. Okay, what is this shit? Like, what is it? Okay, what is Okay, what 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 Okay, that go between the legs. They got spanks and shit on. They be wearing onesies and jumpers and rompers. You don't know what the hell going on. Two layers of shit. You don't know what the hell going on. How you going to force them to remove all this shit? Waist trainers and they be wearing all kind of ish. You telling me you he forcibly removed it what where when you was when you was tipsy and then passed out, passed out from the trauma and confusion and horror of the incident. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Yo, what that mean? Like what we doing, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe this shit. And by the way, just so you know, they got that ish in parentheses too. Like they like they they have I'm sorry, quotations. They have it in quotations as is this is what she said. Passed out from the trauma, confusion, and horror of the incident. Yo. She left the room the following morning and purchased an emergency contraception. Plan B. What? 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 <laughs> I'm like, yo. Okay. I think there's some more stuff here. It says right here, Jackson sent an Uber to take the woman from her apartment to his hotel. Man, you go into a hotel. You already know what's going on. The woman took the Uber, believing the party was still going on. All right. All right, he he opened the door wearing basketball. She told him she was not there for sex. Oh, boy. See, this is the he said, she said. Jackson told the woman how beautiful she was and tried to impress her by saying you got 12, 12 million in the bank. The woman was awoken when Jackson ripped open her clothing and sexually assaulted her. This could happen. According to her lawsuit, she cried during the attack. Her lawyer wrote, eventually, passing out from the trauma. And it says right here, hours, <coughs> excuse me, hours later, the woman woke up and ran out of the room. She said her lawyer wrote that she went to a pharmacy to buy the morning after pill. Man, I can't believe no shit like that. Like, I've never been put in a situation like that. So I, it seems mind boggling that that could happen. Mind boggling. That's mind boggling. By the way, I didn't update you. The woman in the case for the, Michigan State football coach. Let me update you on that before we get to the main event. Let me see what her name was. I think her name was Brenda. Let me see here. MSU football coach. Brenda Tracy. Just a quick update if you didn't get the update. Apparently, they found her text messages. They found her text messages 
And she was setting that ninja up for the big old come up. Let me see if I can show you her messages. Uh, let me see here. See if I can find it. I just thought about it and I realized I did not, um, I did not do a follow-up. It says right here that these texts have nothing to do with the case. That's her attorneys. But here's an expert say Tracy's private relationship is likely irrelevant. Okay, let me see if they pull out some text. Okay, let me just get right here. Says she doesn't date coded. She co- okay, I mean, see, USA Today ain't going to give us the real. Apparently, they said she was broke, right? She was down to her last buck. Let me see if I can find it, man. Let's see here. It says, um, let me see if, here, if I can find it right here. They present 100 text messages here. Let me see if I can play this video. We're moving out. Of- All right, let me see if I can play this video. Major Fair developments use. on two fronts in the Mel Tucker saga at Michigan State. Today, the Title IX hearing began as Tucker's attorneys released a trove of information, including new text messages allegedly sent by his accuser. Priya Mann is here with us now. And Priya, uh, there's a lot to go through here. Uh-oh. Oh, that's right. We're talking 106 pages here. <laughs> this is only about 30 of them. Most of it is was redacted. But of the text that we could see, the accuser allegedly wrote to a friend saying, now imagine the victim is taking on a $95 million coach. Uh-oh. Attorneys representing See, former MSU football coach Mel crazy. Tucker say they have new evidence that undermines the university's investigation. They released text messages from the accuser, Brenda Tracy. She says Tucker pursued her romantically and sexually harassed her over the phone and through text. Tracy is a well-known advocate against sexual violence and a survivor herself. In one text to a friend, she allegedly wrote, Coach Tucker told me he loved me last night. It wasn't weird, though. He made sure I knew it was about being a friend. Tucker's lawyers say the relationship was consensual and that the accuser was motivated by money. In one thread, Tracy texted about hoping Tucker would finance a documentary. And after her attorney reached out to MSU about a settlement, she allegedly texted her friend saying, money is my only recourse to make him feel like there's a punishment. Woo! Oh, shit. 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 Y'all ninjas, man. Y'all gonna find out. Yikes. I'm telling you, man, these false alligators are apex predators. Let's go ahead and play them. Wow. Yo, hey, man, ain't nothing new under the sun. Sheesh. That is, yo, and you lost your $95 million job over this, dude. You guys messing with the wrong women. Again, y'all, another case. I make 95K. I'm sorry. I make 95 million. Ain't no way I'm dealing with a free woman, especially if I'm married. I'm paying 1500 bucks. <laughs> right? To, what is it? How much? Straight jacket. You can't apply Jiffy Lube employee logic to a guy that makes He's in the 1% of income. And even he's doing Jiffy Lube logic, messing with a woman. Let me play that again just in case you didn't hear it. 
Yikes. And of course, this is the same as child support. God damn. He texted her friend saying, money is my only recourse to make him feel like there's a punishment. The Title IX hearing is expected to last two days and the hearing officer will issue a decision in 20 days. And Tucker was not present for the virtual hearing. His lawyers told MSU this morning that Tucker could not attend due to a serious medical condition. No further explanation was given. Wow. Okay. That's all we need to see on that one. Dude, that case is torpedo right there. That case, that case is torpedo. Whatever she's looking for, if that text is real, forget it. It's a wrap. The story's over. She needs to settle. And uh, he could have a lawsuit on his hands. I mean, that's ridiculous. By the way, he didn't even have sex with that woman. All bad. Wow. Man, oh, man. Dude, I'm telling you, they out here, man. They out here. The epic, Dude, if you make a certain amount of money, and I'm not even talking a lot, once you hit 200, 300 grand a year, you got to realize you're a big-ass target. High-value target is what I coined it back in the day when Kevin Samuels was popular, and it wasn't a swipe at him or his philosophy. But I said high-value target. You guys don't understand. I would look at a woman very curiously if she showed up in my life and was like, I don't want nothing from you. I would be like, huh? Ninja, you don't want a hamburger? You don't want a little burger or something? You don't want a little, you don't want a little, you don't need a cup of money to fix a buying? I want to make sure that she understands that there's not, but she's like, no, I want to show you. No, hell no. I done told y'all ninjas, man. These women are out here desperate. They in the bind. They coming after you. I'm like, you don't want you a little something? You don't want no high heels or something? You ain't got nothing on your menu? You don't want you don't want you a little? You ain't got no electric bill? I, I'd rather do that than to deal with these women talking about, nah, I'm not that type of girl. Okay, go go be that with somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not here for sex. Okay, well, go on home. Go on home then. That's the only reason you're going to be here. Well, I was thinking I maybe we could pursue a relationship. Nope. I don't want no relationship. I'm pretty clear about that. So, drop that neck, and you're going to leave with it. Hold on for a second. Let me show you. Here we go. I just lost my job today, and my car was repossessed. Now I'm about to get evicted, son. Ooh, Lord, that is terrible. What you going to do, baby? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I'm in a bind, Percy Earl. Well, Percy Earl can help you get up out that bind, baby. I sure enough can help you do that. For real? So, what I gotta do, Percy Earl? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, um, you know. You one hand washes the other. <laughs> as they say, you wash my back, I'll wash your If you get to my drift. No, Percy Earl. Well, look at him. Why don't you just go and get in the car and ride on down here to the pharmacy with me so I can pick up my blood pressure prescription? And while I'm down there, we can pick up some Viagra and some Hennessy. Then we can discuss how we can make your financial situation a little better. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Percy Earl, man. This is crazy, brothers. What's up with these Earl last ninjas? I got money. What's up with these Earl last ninjas, man? These ninjas is evil out here. Going to the CBS. We almost at the main event. We're going to get to it real quick. Let me get to these brothers here. De Niro. Tranquilo says, remember, men, most of us are older. He says, work is not just for health. It's the pre- to prevent injuries. Indeed. I think you meant working out. It's not just for health. It's to prevent injuries. Stay away from explosive movements and strenuous combo moves. He says, you can maintain doing basic cardio and weights. Yeah, people be like, oh, do combo moves. After a certain you know, if you're very good shape, but all of these guys get injured. All of these guys get injured. They don't see it coming. So they trying to impress you doing these combo movements. I'm like, Ninja, take it easy. Who are you trying to impress on the internet? Shout out to Andre 416 reform guy here late, but peace leave is a means of control for ninjas without means or game ninjas. Indeed. When you don't have the means, you literally put yourself under control. Willie, Big Will Davis is in the building. Shout out to Dewanis as well. If she knows her worth, take it to the bank then. Shout out to you. Take it to the bank. Get See what you can get from it. Dr. Thunder, you an exotic Nick, Niger, what is it? Nigerian. My favorite African-American out here. Shout out to Nigerian. Shout out to Bill Zarian Nigerian. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. All right. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm shout talking about? Shout out to about? Cortez. Says, shout out to you, Coach. Thanks for everything. Thank you, brother, right there. We got two more stops to make real quick. All right. We got too much. We got two more stops. But, uh, I'm, I'm, man, make it clear what you want out here, gentlemen. Do not leave it up to women to read between the lines. Some of you men can't even read between the lines. All right. Men trying to get out here for extra clarity. Women need direct instruction or they headed for self-destruction. Women need to know what the agreement is up front and get it in writing as much as you can. David Tully Blanchard, coach that place in San Diego is called Lips when they tried to have a work function there. Uh-oh. It says right here, I warned the other straight guys when it was, I think he says what it was, and damn near got in trouble for it, and that was 10 years ago. Man, watch your back out here. So you had a work function there. You went around work telling these people it was a reading rainbow spot and you got a meeting with human resources. That's sad. And what's going on here? Human resources tried to drag your ass in. That's terrible, man. So they got you out here trying to set you up going to lips. I bet not catch none of y'all asses there, but I won't be there. Let me see here. El Jefe, I was just thinking, Coach, because of feminism. Okay, I got that one already. Macaroni Tony. She had that ninja wearing a dress in one of them clips, too. If you can't see this setup, then you're slow. Number three, higher CGA for all of the rookie symposiums, indeed. Last one, El Jefe says, I was with this girl last night, my girl, and she became annoying, and I thought, she don't live here, so I'm glad I'm going to drop her off at her place tonight. Free agent lifestyle is undefeated. And <laughs> so he was wearing a dress. So he's one of these guys that, you know, he's the dancing monkey. Again, all of us have kind of done these things in our lives and look back on it. It's kind of foolish, but, you know, everybody's young and in love. Young and in love. Let me do this, man. We at the main event. But do me a real favor, man. Hit the like button for this show. 
and we're going to get into it here. But I got to make a quick pick stop to check on something. But we're going to get into this real quiggity quick. Here we go. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. That the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's All right, we back in here. We got the main event. Let's get to it real quick. Main event time. All right, let's talk about it. We talk about living the free agent lifestyle. We also talk about uh, living free, marriage, divorce. But let's talk about this. Let's take it to the other side of the argument. Can a woman be complete enough to actually be everything a man needs? I'm every woman. Give me to 1,000 likes. And we're going to talk about this. I uh, am of the opinion that a woman that doesn't know how to deal with you is incomplete. But there's reasons why men choose to be with one woman and try to make her the complete woman. Most of it is because we don't have leverage. Most of it is because we have a belief in a system of monogamy. Some people think they're going to grow together. And another reason why is because you can barely get one woman let alone multiple women. And the fact that is managing multiple women seems to be something that you don't want to engage in. However, in our culture, in our culture worldwide, we've had had people in societies do exactly this, meaning that one woman could not be the end-all, be-all. You needed multiple women. In the Mormon culture, you have polygamy. It's kind of outlawed, but it is what it is, and this show is called Sister Wives. You literally cannot marry multiple women in America. It would be bigamy. And the reason why is America depended on monogamy to monogamy on paper to build their communities. There's safety in it, right? There tends to be lack of competition between men. It's supposed to suggest that there's healthier competition, meaning that I don't get to because I'm a, diff, a, a guy get to take all the women and you end up with nothing. That could create a, a sense of frustration for men. <clears throat> but in today's world, we're doing a lot of sharing of partners, meaning that most people have dated multiple people. Some people have had relationships sexually with multiple people. Some people still have what I call polyamorous type relationships or polygamous type relationships where you have one man and multiple baby mamas or you have the vice versa, one woman and multiple men in their life, baby daddies, fathers, and so forth and so on. Some women believe that you have to have the finance guy, the stable guy, the emotional guy, and so forth and so on. Some women maintain friendships with their exes and friends while they're in a relationship with a man and vice versa. 
So what we're really doing is not a really true form of monogamy. We're doing a sense of, hey, we need a community of people from the opposite gender to play different roles in our lives. And this is not, this is undisputable, indisputable. Uh, we also had this example of it where Hugh Hefner had his three girlfriends, right? So he had this and they've created a little show out of it. And he had three girlfriends that served three different roles, three different women. They kind of look the same, but you know, if you watch the show, they're all somewhat different and, and so forth and so on. So in reality, in reality, let's just be honest about it. Most women are incomplete to fulfill the needs of one man. Most women are incomplete to fill the needs of one man. And if you've been in at least two relationships, you know this. There's been a failure somewhere. There's been a failure to communicate. There's been a sense of, hey, I know how to treat a man. And any woman that's ever said that to me, hey, I know how to treat a man. I always say, well, you don't know how to treat me because I'm not just any regular old Joe. I'm CGA. I'm the king of kings. I'm, I have a God complex. You're going to have to learn and be trained by me to treat me like I need to be treated. If you're just going to keep bring the same old bare minimum that you treated other men with, well, then that's not going to work because obviously you don't know how to treat a man because you're still single. You're not, you don't, you're not with that person. So why is it that you think what you did was successful? It obviously didn't work. Now, why again would I, at this age or time and space in my life, be with a woman in a monogamous way? She would have to be an extraordinary individual. She would have to be exceptional, meaning that she would have to serve these purposes that I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you all the purposes a woman needs to serve. Now, if she says, well, CGA, I hear your offer, but I absolutely refuse to do that. Well, then I can say, well, there is a role for you or you can have no role at all. It's pretty simple, but I'm not here to negotiate. These are my absolutes. And if she says, well, I don't see the value in this. Well, I say, well, fantastic. I'm not trying to force you into any servitude. You can either be here or be somewhere else. It's okay. A lot of guys don't have that sense of, <clears throat> sense of, um, what do you call it? Um, abundance and, or you don't have the sense of, I can do okay by myself. I don't need another person. So let's talk about it. Most women are incomplete. So men get married. Uh, there's a lot of men out here that are disagreeing with me, but you've watched you or your father or someone in your family marry multiple women, meaning that they didn't have multiple wives altogether, but they've had at least two marriages or three. Now I ask you, what is that? What do you call that? You call that monogamy? I don't. That's nowhere near what a true definition of monogamy, even if it's the woman. She's, date, she's married and divorced multiple men. This is a sense of, Oh, a first woman was incomplete, so he sought out a second. Then that second one was, was incomplete, he sought out a third. Maybe the third one worked. But that su suggests that there was, it took multiple women to complete that man at some particular point or for him to understand what he wanted. Second part. There's a song by 
I believe uh Aretha not Aretha Franklin. I want to say it was uh Damn, I can't think of her name. Shaka Khan? I believe she sung it originally. I'm every woman. I'm every woman. It's all in me, right? This type of shit. Now, here's the thing. If that doesn't tell you that these people are schizophrenic, if that doesn't tell you that they know that they have to be multiple people in order to be able to be successful at what they do, I don't know what to tell you. They need to be every woman. And with me, you need to be every woman. You can't just be one woman. But if you are going to be one dimensional, then you're going to serve one purpose, but there's going to be another person that serves another purpose. Okay, right? Whitney Houston ended up remaking the song. For you young people that are laughing at me of talking about Whitney Houston, Chaka Khan was the original woman that sung it. But, um, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, let the young people laugh at me about Whitney Houston. But I think Shaka Khan was the original person that sung it. Correct me if I'm wrong. All right, but um, anyway, for the people that were born before 1980, <laughs> Whitney Houston remade it and probably made it more famous because Shaka Khan was the one that made it originally. But that's neither here nor there. All right, look it up. Yeah, the kid's trying to correct me. Shaka Khan was the original artist, but let, let's go back. I'm getting off track. Uh, when it comes to this idea, part of the frustration in dealing with one woman is that sometimes she comes up short. She comes up short in her ability to do what these five women are going to talk about here. So, for instance, for instance, you're unsatisfied for one thing, but you Take the trade-offs. But I like when she does this. Wouldn't it be in your best interest to have at least another person that is able to fill in the blank of what you need out here? Yeah. It would be in your best interest if you consider yourself valuable. Now, some people are doing this and you don't even know or are aware that they're doing this. Some men are doing this. Some women are doing this, meaning they keep it secretive. They're having affairs. I'm not a big person that says have affairs. I, I don't think affairs are necessary in this marketplace. I don't see it because there's just too much open marketplace. Highway 304 is out of control. So affairs aren't necessary. I believe you can be truthful with the person and then tell them this is the role you feel. And in this marketplace, some women might feel that role for whatever need that they're getting from you. And some guys are super possessive and controlling as to say, well, what if she sleeps with somebody else out there? I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care. Y'all ninjas be caring about way too much. Y'all ninjas trying to control bitches as if she ain't going to get another Johnson in her life. I'm here to tell you guys, whether you watch her like a hawk or you let her fly like a or you let her out here roam, roam like a wild horse, she going to get another Johnson. Whether you looking or not she gonna crave one she gonna get one whether you watching so let's talk about it let's talk about it part of the frustration in dealing with one woman is that even the one woman that you're possibly capable of getting it's mostly because you cannot get anything better or you don't think you deserve anything better so they'll tell you i don't cook i don't clean don't ever expect me to do that i don't do nasty stuff like this and you say okay like eddie murphy 
You say, okay, and you deal with it or you cheat or you go jerk off in the bathroom. That's what you deal with. And then you want to come to my show acting like I'm insane. It says right here. Most women cannot even complete the jobs that are required of them. So they take them off the table. Don't expect me to do these things. She can't complete them. She doesn't have the interest or the time. If that's the case, somebody else needs to complete these jobs. Thus, if I am committed to you, I need to let you know that somebody else will be doing these jobs that you are abdicating. And if she says, no, not me, I'm a, I am I demand that you be faithful to me. Well, no, not when you're incomplete or not willing to or negotiating or ultimatuming me to accept less. And I cannot constantly critique you. But most, that's what you guys have to settle for. And how women work, competition anxiety actually brings out the best in them. How men work, competition anxiety actually runs the man away. So if he figures there's a competitive male, a bigger, better male, or a male that's actually possibly going to impregnate his girl, he becomes dangerous, and then thus he will run away from the woman. The opposite occurs, although this is a little bit of a traumatic experience for her, she would actually up her skill if she knew another person could easily replace her. She'll say, wait a minute, if you do have value, I better be a better woman to this guy because I'm replaceable. If she has a sense that you have no other holes that will ever replace her, she will treat you in kind. She will treat you as such. She will say, hey, you ain't got no other options better than me. You got to you got to you got to humble herself in the sight of the Lord. When she thinks like this. Now, remember, you don't have to do this. You can stay monk. You can do free agent. You can have. I'm just saying this is these are options out here because most women are inherently incomplete. Now, let's talk about the women here that are. Uh, that are the five representations. Let me see here. I got to adjust my list and they won't be on the screen. They won't be on the screen, but we're going to give you the five various types of women. That you might need. All right. I think I'm missing out on something. OK, but here we go. We got it. Uh, woman number one that you can use, but she actually is flawed and incomplete. She cannot serve many other purposes that are greater than this. And the first type of woman you need in your concubine, ladies, are you listening? Take notes, take notes. You need a street knowledge woman. Now, remember, these are all women that you have to have sex with. Now, these aren't friends either. This could be somebody that you have relationships all the time with or not at all or very limited. But you need a woman that ain't dumber than a box of rocks when it comes to common sense. Now, the reason why a street knowledge woman is very helpful for you is because she knows her way around. She knows how to not put your ass in a dumb position she knows what side the bloods are or the crips. She knows to not have your ass at the Waffle House with your jewelry on and you get skitty pop pop. She knows where to go. She knows the hole in the raw restaurants. She knows how to hustle and grind. So you need a street knowledge woman. 
Now, this woman could be a little bit on the edge, on the fringe. She could be like, a, a, you know, crazy uh, straggle or a Puerto Rican chick. She could be a bitch that'll be against the bitch and fight you, fight a other ninja, right? She'll stab a other ninja. She'd be at the Raiders game throwing punches. But what you really want her for is for her to be aware. She ain't going to have your ass out and then have you fight out of danger. She'll let you know. A street knowledge woman, a woman that can fight her way out of a paper bag. She's not going to just say, I have a degree and I have value. But she's the woman that you would call. Just call. Hey, what's going on? You call the Puerto Rican chick in the Bronx. Hey, Veronica, what's going on out there? You need her to have an ear to the street. You need a woman to have an ear to the street. Now, again, <laughs> you're not going to wipe this woman. But you need a girl to have an ear to the street. Dude, you, know, you don't realize how much valuable information you can get from this person. You need her to know where the other girls are going to set you up because she'll know. She'll be like, don't go around there. They waiting for your ass. <laughs> All right. But here's the thing. These are people that can give you valuable, valuable knowledge. That if, you got, if you got a side business, she can tell you where to hustle and pick up stuff. She'll be your drop girl. She'll be your number girl. She'll provide some valuable information. Sometimes a street knowledge woman, she make a good secretary, okay? But these are valuable people. I'm going to tell you, if you, have a, if you have a book smart girl only, you're going to be limited. She's going to be super duper limited. Now, if you have a street knowledge girl only, you're going to be super limited because I need to be able to take somebody to a, a gala, I need to take you uptown. Oh, sorry, downtown. I need to take you downtown. I need to take you to the suburbs. She can't go. Street knowledge chick can't come to the suburbs. Because the bitch don't have no home training. She might be smart, but she's going to talk outside at 11.30 p.m. like she's in the middle of the Bronx. We don't do that around here, baby. So you got to learn. And then when you tell her instructions She's so limited in her capacity, she cannot make this improvement. And you must know that. She can't make this improvement. She refuses to make this improvement. As a matter of fact, she'll argue, well, this neighborhood needs a live person like me. She can't make the adjustment. So you got to not let her know that you can't come around here. So now you need the next one. Now you need the next one. <laughs> now you need the next one. Again, this is all metaphorically. This is all theory. Don't take it too serious. The MGTOWs are going crazy. Coach, you said we're just doing this as a little bit of a fun exercise. I'm not saying this is an absolute. Okay, I'm not saying do this tomorrow. Ninja's going to be like, but you said, Coach, go monk mode and be a free agent for life. Can we have a little bit of fun here? The next thing, the next person you need, and this person's important. She's going to fill in where the other woman cannot. Because you can take the woman out of the country, but can't take the country out of the woman. She plays her part. Even the street knowledge woman could be a country girl who rides her tractor, right? She know how to go and do the, dime, down, the down dirty shit. Like, you're going to be like, we're going to go ride ATVs. We're going to ride our side-by-sides in the desert. We're going to get dirty. Street knowledge girl said, let's go. Country girl, we're going to chop some wood. I'll be out there, too. She'll, I'll hold your beer. <laughs> All right. Next thing right here. 
Yeah, she's going to smoke black and milds and she's going to smoke cigarettes and vapes. You got to let that shit go. Let that shit go. But around important people, you cannot bring her around important people. They're going to be like, this your girl? She my secretary. <laughs> right? She can't transition. The next person you need, and this is important, she's going to be the opposite. She's your show pony. She's your show pony. Let me go ahead and pull up a video here. Actually, I can't show it. So I'm going to have to pull up uh, uh, pictures. I'm going to have to pull up pictures. I showed a video once and they copyrighted me. All right. uh, Let me show you what it is right here. This is your showcase girl right here. Here it is right here. This is the girl right there. You take out to the nice restaurants. This is the girl you take to your, you, you put her on the leash right here. All right. You get her what you need. All right. You need a dress, right? She fit the part. You can take her out. She know how to act, behave. She not going to act out of pocket. She ain't going to stab a ninja at the nice restaurant. She not going to, you know, pull out her, uh, she not going to pull out her concealed carry all in the middle of the suburbs. You need you a show pony. You need you a woman. Now, here's the thing with this woman. She going to be lacking in the bedroom. She ain't going to be a freak in the sheets. Because what y'all ninjas want is a lady in the, in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Not really. Not really. They, they, they're hard to find. Sometimes these women are excessively beautiful or they're higher on the marketplace. You're like, damn, she, she actually gorgeous. You actually don't want to defile her like that. You'd be like, I ain't going to defile you. But you can drag her around. You know what I mean? You can be seen with her at events and games and stuff. You sit up in the front, they'd be like, damn, you got a good one. You got you a good one. All right? She's conservative in her appeal. She's not outlandish. She speaks feminine. She's well-trained. She done been through the paces. You just put her on the leash and you take her everywhere. She even starts doing stuff for you. She's going to be like, let me do stuff for you. Let me go get you stuff. I do this when I take um when I take when I take women to the games, they be like, let me run to the concessions for you, daddy. Right? And that's yeah, okay, daddy. that's what I expect. Like I ain't gonna expect them to be coming with me and I got them all sitting in the good seats and she ain't gonna serve me. You better go get me something, but it's gonna be out of respect. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. But what happens is this woman really isn't street knowledge. She doesn't be like that. She might have some relatives. She ain't going to tell you where the setup spot is. She's going to be kind of aloof, a little bit delusional. But you got to be able to take her out. It's all appearances. Yes, we talking about the dog. We're not talking about the woman. We're talking about the dog. Right? Put her on the leash. Right there. You see that? Put her on the leash. Right? You take her out. These for the pictures. <laughs> she the show pony. She the one like, oh, damn, you got you one. In the bedroom, she's going to be kind of lame. And she's going to pull up lame. Carl's Jr. star. You know, because women like this tends to be. Women tends, women like this tend to be um, not very passionate in the bedroom because they get away with doing very little. They get away with doing very little. And because they've been getting away with doing the bare minimum in the bedroom and in life, they don't really outperform themselves, right? Unless they're kind of good looking and trashy. But they don't really be doing a lot in there. They really think they doing something, but they're kind of doing, they're used to leveraging their vagina and their looks to get stuff. So that's how they react in the bedroom. 
you're not going to get no real passion from them. They just kind of doing work. They kind of just doing enough to get by and all that shit. So that's what you, that's, that's the point. You can get her out there. You can showcase her and all that stuff. But yeah, you know, if you a ninja, you might want to get a woman of another race or very few black women going to fall in this category. But yeah, they, they there, but she's going to have to be attractive, like naturally, like attractive on the scale of beauty that is not include ghetto. Like, don't be like, don't be sitting there. Ninja, you still think I'm talking about the woman, not the woman in the picture, the dog show pony. But what you're thinking is, well, in the standard of beauty in the hood, she's a good-looking woman. Nah, you got to put this woman on the standard of beauty related to the world international standard of beauty. Where does she fall in the world organization of standard of beauty? Not, well, I like them thick. No, 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 no. We don't care about all that. We don't care about your preference. She got to fall in the international category (laughs) in the standard of beauty. All right, it is what it is. So that's what you have to that's what you have to do there, right? So whatever your sexual preferences or your perversions, this woman's not going to fulfill it. And we got a hurt bitter woman in here and she's irate right now. She's in here trying to slander, but it don't work around here. It don't work around here. All them little slanders you got ain't going to work. So next one. Next one. So you got your street knowledge chick and your showcase chick. She's going to represent you well in all scenarios that are equal or above your pay grade. <laughs> Somebody said example. Megan Good would be an example for black women. For white women, is going to be any snow bunny, any tall, flat back, long leg, but not manufactured. But Megan Good actually got hired to do this job, as a matter of fact. So Megan Good is actually doing this job right now. She literally got hired for this. So this would be a good example, especially for sisters right here. This would be a good example. Megan Good. This, this is the prime example. As you can see, see, see how she's dressed? She can go classy. She can look. She can look good. Look, look, look at her. See this? You take her out like this right here. See that? There you go right there. Taylor Swift would be, you know, again, we're not talking about personality-wise. Just talking about for the looks. She don't look, she's going to know not to be outrageous, loud, drawing attention to herself. Her beauty itself will draw the attention. She don't need to say much, right? See, that's an example. Right? That's an example, which would be a classic. Another one would be... um. A classic, classic. Remember, classic type, type type of versatile every now and then. And then even when she goes full 304, it ain't really you give her a pass. You'd be like, okay, I see what you're doing there. So that's your second type right there. She going to clean up well. She going to know not to be a hoe in the right situation. In fact, your boy, Jonathan Major, hired her to be that. Let me go ahead and show you there. Because they're supposedly boyfriend and girlfriend. I think she is for hire. I think she's for hire. This has been always my opinion because you don't hear much about them. But Jonathan Majors, in order to clean up his image, hired Megan Good as his girlfriend. As his girlfriend to clean up his image. But yeah, see, she don't look too happy about it. But hey, 
I ain't here to make her happy. I'm not here to sexually satisfy her. I'm here. She's there to fill a role. She needs to, she's here for the job. <laughs> but if I want to get my rocks off, I hire the next woman. Here's the next woman. The next woman that fills that role is going to be the smoke show. The smoke show. The woman that whatever it is you like, whatever your perversion, your degradation, your fetish, your degeneracy, whatever it is that you like, again, this is going to be whatever you like. If you like fat broads, if you like burnt black women, if you like pale white women, that's Michael Magnesia, your smoke show, the woman that you're going to get your best sexual arousal, that is who you need to get next. That's woman number three, the smoke show. Now, this woman might look like Megan Good. She might look like that, but that's not really. It's going to be Megan Good with a little less class and a whole bunch of ass. The smoke show. The woman that you're going to be like, I can't wait to get you in the bedroom. See, Megan Good, you'll be like, I'll get you in the bedroom and I'll slowly unwrap you. And then I'll ask you to do things and you'll tell me you don't like to do it like that or do whatever you want. Not that. Nah, you, this is the girl that you put on the hip hop, that you put on the Migos and you clap them cheeks. This is the girl that comes in with the trench coat and she naked underneath. This is the girl that comes in with the fish net, black pantyhose. Yeah, this is the girl right there that you come in, your girl on the prawn. Like, that's what you're, that's the other girl, your spicy Latina, your curvy Latina, right? Whatever you like, your flatback supreme, but she super escorty. Your Amber Rose would fall into that for a lot of guys, right? The girls like that, that your smoke show. These are the girls that you'll pay a lot more for, but you just paying her to come to the 14th floor of your hotel room. If you a chubby chaser and you just like overweight chicas, all right, get your chubby chaser on. Get your rocks off. If you like milfs, if you like whatever it is, yeah, this is the exciting one. This is the one you'd be like, oh, I'm about to get that right here. Now, again, out of these three women that I talked about, it's hard to find all three of these characteristics in one woman. It's hard to find it. And at some particular point, you realize that. Now, some men do find them, but it's hard to find. Yeah, you, you want your Alexis Texas. I think that's her name, Alexis Texas. You want, yeah, you want whoever it is, you want that, but you don't want to wife her up. You kind of want to just give her the total package facial, send her home, and then, you know what I mean, you know, I'll see you next week. I'll see you in three days, whatever it is. Whatever it is, your linglings, yes, linglings, linglings fall in this category. I, I want me a lingling, your girl at the junior college. This the girl you bring in for bad intentions. Yeah, what was the girl's name? Chloe Bailey, Halle Berry, or Chloe Bailey. He said the skanks. Yeah, she gonna be a little skanky. She like you gotta sneak her into the, your your neighbors. You know your neighbors don't see her. She come to you with the booty shorts and the slides. She come in smelling like black and miles or marijuana. You like, just come on in, girl. Come on, come on. These are the girls you degrade and, and do these things with, but you don't expect her to make pancakes in the morning. You don't want her to make your pancakes. You're like, I don't want you to make my pancakes. Just go on home and let me fix this your buying. Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey, yes, this is a Lori Harvey territory. 
Lori Harvey. And she could be somewhat imperfect, right? She can be just, a, you know, she could be a pog. She could be overweight. She's somewhat imperfect, but you just excited about her. It's hard to find. It's hard to, it's hard to find this in these characteristics all in one woman. It's hard. So what you'll do is you'll get with the woman that you want. She's incomplete. And then you'll end up seeking that quality out in another thing. Like you'll end up trying to cheat. You'll end up cheating on a woman at work that looks like that woman or the flirtation. You'll end up doing prawn and you'll end up not being able to fulfill your wife because you're out here uh, fantasizing about girls you see at the mall. But in essence, you have to, you know, in order to really counterbalance this, have, have, uh, have separate women for these categories. You do. All right, next one. And it's okay. You know, you can't have the same thing every night. Like if you have the street knowledge girl every night, it's going to be, it's going to wear you down. You're going to have to be arguing every night. You're going to have to deal with her loud ass up at 1130 a.m. or 1130 p.m. You're going to have to deal with straggle behavior. It, it, it can get kind of annoying and cumbersome. If you're dealing with a boring chick, that's your show pony. Well, the maintenance on her is a lot of money. And this could actually run you a little bit broke. You know what I mean? D dealing with this person. So you really have to get your expectations. All right. So let me let me pull up. Let me pull up the. Uh, why do I have all these windows up? What happened here? Okay. I got to get my notes. Oh, man. I'm really messing up my damn. <laughs> right. I'm really messing this thing up. All right. Hold on for a second. Let me get my notes. I'm going over woman number four. Woman number four is your domestic. You're domestic, all right? This is the woman that does the things that you need around the house. Now, she could simply be your maid. She could be an old German woman who cooks for you and lives in a back bedroom, right? Or she lives in a garage or she lives in a mother-in-law quarters. She could be the person that just is low-key, low-maintenance, low-profile. Every now and then, she'll want to be seen and you'll take her out. All right, let me take you on a treat. Let me give you a treat. Let me take let me take you out. You don't take her to the high end shit. You don't take her to the low end shit. You just take her to the middle of the road restaurants. You know what I mean? Let's go to the let's go to TGIF Fridays. Let's go to Chili's. Let's go to uh let's go to uh let's go to Olive Garden. Let's go to uh Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory, a real treat. Come on, girl. And you have some connection with her. She's like your homie lover friend. She'll get down and dirty, and she'll do all the things for you. She'll do everything for her, but she just not, she just not up there. She could be your maid where you just be like, come on, take it to the maid quarters and beat that up. Your German housekeeper. Like, you don't have to have sexual relationships with all these people, but these people, they're low maintenance. They don't need anything, and when you actually show them some attention, they love it. Oh, thank you, Gregorio. Rosalinda's happy. Oh, Gregorio, here's a gift card to Target, 200 bucks. Oh, Gregorio. Yeah, you take her that Red Robin, Applebee's, yeah. She don't care what you want tonight. She like, whatever you want. All right, baby, yeah, that's what we talking about. Yeah, yeah. And that's Well, you. not that. Okay, daddy. All right, yeah. You don't even tell her what you order. You don't even ask her. She just happy to be around. She like, I'm happy to be around. I'm going to keep this spot right here. Your daily driver. Yep, this is the one you probably deal with the most. This is probably one you deal with the most. 
She ain't got no complaints. She know her role. She know where she live. She know where she stand. She ain't trying to go in excess. She ain't putting no pressure on you. She just riding that shit out. Yep. Your friendly, your sporty spice, your sporty chick. She just a, she just a sporty kid. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what I mean? Sure, the world, everything you showing her, she just imputing. She learning. Everything's about you. He said, yo, yeah, that's a real secretary. Not even the hot one. The one in the back. He said, yo, daily driver, yo, trusted, your most trustworthy. This should be your most trustworthy person. Because she is uh, a little sly with it. She's going to be gathering information that could damage you. Yep, she trained. She ain't too loud. She ain't too quiet. She don't disrupt. She know when to be quiet. She know when to talk. <laughs> and she could be a woman of any race. This is a woman, she's a neat, yeah. And, and you don't mind. You'd actually be around her. You bust, and you'll be around her. You'll be like, I can be around her afterwards. Some women, you just want to get out of there. Get out, get out, get out. Some women, you don't, you want to keep around. Even the show pony woman, the showcase girl, even that. You don't, sometimes you don't want to deal with her because she talking silly talk. She talking silly talk, stuff that on my hood. I want to do my nails like this. Get away, get away. Go do your nails. Go do your nails. I ain't got no time for this stuff. This woman, cool. This woman, take, yeah, you could take her to the, she, the seafood shack and you can do what? You could do what? You could be like, we having a king crab and she'll get down and dirty. You take a pretty showcase bitch to king crab. Ninja, you're going to be cracking the crab for her. You're going to be opening up the lobster for this bitch. She don't want lobster all in her hair, butter sauce. Oh, she, mm, nah. nah, you can't take her. You take this girl to that. And in, in essence, she could lead to the next person, but you might need, you might need this person. This is the most important person here. This is not the most important. This is one of the, oh, by the way, the domestic, the low maintenance girl, you could be like, on one day, you could take her to a nice restaurant. The next day, you could take her in the back of the desert riding ATVs. You could take her to the firearm range. And she went like, oh, the gun. And she could hold her own. You take her to the firearm range, she like, pack up, pack up, pack up. Like, she could hold her own in almost every scenario. But, you know, she ain't really the one you want to be seen with all the time. Uh, the last one. And this could be up in the air. Is your air, your air. This the woman you want to have your children. Now, your domestic could have your children. Sometimes you might be able to do your showcase, but she dumb it in a box of rocks. You definitely don't want to procreate with the street knowledge chick. Because she have your ass kids out here dressing like Pookie. And you definitely don't want your freak to carry your air. But if you did want to have some kids, remember, this is all metaphoric. You did want to have some kids. You need to air to the throne. Who's going to produce my heir? So if it's going to be a 40-year-old chick and she your nasty girl, she's your freak. You don't want to produce with no 40-year-old woman, 50-year-old woman. She sit around here, we'll be a power cup. Uh-uh, baby, come on, get your freak a leak on, and we done. No, I'm not taking you. I'm not marrying you. No IVF treatments, no none of that. Right? But what you want is your heir. Who's going to produce your heir? Like H-E-I-R, the heir to the throne, your first and oldest male. Who's going to produce the kids? Yeah. <laughs> See, 
Yeah, you might want to have a certain thing. You might want to do some eugenics in your life. If you're a black male, you'd be like, let me make some light-skinned kids or let me make some kids with the good hair. Let me make some kids that know how to speak three languages and shit. Let me make some kids. But y'all give y'all air through the throne. Y'all give y'all airs effed up scenarios where y'all have them with a woman that's dumber than a box of rocks that's going to divorce you. You have her with a, with a woman that's a, a straggle. This woman is your top representative. Your show, your show pony girl, she represents you, but your heir, that's the girl. That's your wifey girl, right? Yeah, you got you a breeder. You got you a woman with strong hips. You got you a woman that can push the babies in and out. You ain't got a woman that's going to be like, I got to go to work and I'm going to give you 1.2 babies. Uh-uh, baby, here we go. Push them babies out. Push them babies out. Yeah. <laughs> Right? She might be a thick-waisted girl with wide hips. You don't want to showcase her too much, but she still represents your name. She still ain't going to do you dirty. Push them babies out. Push them babies out. <laughs> All right? Could be a gordita. It could be a gordita, a woman that, you know, just strong-hipped it, fertile woman. You ain't never going to have no problems. Push them babies out them hips. Push them babies out. All right, anyway. Anyway. Sometimes you pick the wrong heir because what we'll do is what we'll do is we'll pick a woman that wants to be you want all five of these qualities. The problem is they're going to fall up short somewhere. They're going to fall up short. They're, I'm sorry, they're going to fall short. Then whatever that incomplete is, whatever she's incomplete in, it's going to be the cause of your demise. It's going to lead to your divorce because you're going to want her to be a mom and nasty and not dumber than a box of rocks, but also you can shortcase her. But she's going to say, well, I got this and I got postpartum depression. And I can't do this and I have that and I can't do this. You can't expect me to stay fit all the time and push out your babies. Okay. All right. So don't stay fit. Get fat. All right. I mean, sit up here, but push these babies out. But meanwhile, I'm going out on the town with my showcase, my show pony. She's going to have shortcomings, low self-esteem and shit. You ain't got no time for that. Okay, get your low self-esteem figured out. In the meantime, I'm going out with my Puerto Rican chick. <laughs> right? We going out to a hole-in-the-wall place where they speak Spanish, and I need her to be there. Because the essays might not be cool. Yeah, she's somewhat intelligent and somewhat dim-witted. So your error, you know, you can't depend on her in all situations. Now, let me just ask guys, let me just ask you guys, in these situations that I presented today, is it possible that you found one woman that can be all of these women? Is it possible? Do you think it's possible? Because these are all characteristics that you can relate to. You guys were giving examples. Is it possible that you find you can find all of these characteristics in one woman? Think about this. And most men are actually finding a few of these characteristics in a woman. And then at night, you're fantasizing. You're wrestling with yourself. You're praying to the Lord to remove the sense of temptation that you have. Remove the lust, the inner demon. You have to go ahead and get that venom out. Because deep inside, you want what you don't got. 
But in the system of religion and monogamy, you actually settle for this and you say you're happy about it. Maybe. Maybe you realize what these other girls bring. And yes, they bring chaos and all of that stuff. But some of you guys, some of you guys actually settle for a woman like this and you accept her shortcomings. Where she has shortcomings, you never let her know. <clears throat> and if you actually do let her know, what you'll do is you'll actually feel bad about it. Oh, I shouldn't have told her that. And she'll feel bad about it. Oh, I can't be everything for you. I'm going to try. Eventually, this woman runs off, maybe divorces you, destroys your life, takes your kids. You never know. But you tried to make her all of everything, and she was incomplete as a person. It's okay. Also, if you get all these women to be on one accord, it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a village to raise kids. Some women break down. They can't even raise one or two kids they got. They going crazy. They going crazy. They can't even raise one to two to three kids today. When they great-grandmother and their grandmother raised nine, 10, 50, 11 kids, these women can't get to raising two kids without sending them to daycare, a.k.a. gang, get future gang member, daycare centers. They can't even cope. They can't even, they, they can't even stay in a good mental position or disposition. They can't even handle the basic parts of life let alone take care of you, have you over there sitting on the shelf, and then they'll use you when they need you as one. But this is, my, this is my thing here. That's all I think here. And ask yourself, if you can find all of these combinations in one woman, you got you one. <laughs> but most men can't even get one woman at the end of the day, so there's that. And also, last point, do not put all these women together in one house and do not have orgies with these women. I mean to say this. Do not have orgies with these women, meaning that do not run, train, tag team. Do not do any things. Do not have these same women in the same house. They should be aware of each other or aware of the possibility that you're doing this. But do not have these bitches living up under one roof because they're going to plot against your ass. Okay? If you see one talking to the other one a little bit too long and whispering, break them up. Break that shit up. Hey, what y'all talking about? Break that up. Uh-uh. What you talking? Uh, no, 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 no. No, you don't need to tell her no secrets. All right? Don't be acting. Go on over there. Because <laughs> they will form up on your ass like Voltron and take your monkey ass out. So you just got to know that right now. This is not for sexual perversion. This is not for debaucherous behaviors other than solo acts. Do not cross-contaminate. Do not bring these people together and try to form a union under one roof. They will plot and plot on y'all ass. They will come together and they will turn on your ass like a pit viper. <laughs> Let me do this before I go. Let me get to these chats. Do not bring these people together. Because they'll start sharing notes and then all right anyway 
Don't do it. All right, look, man, that was fun. Uh, fun activity. Fun activity. And if you can implement it to that life, you can. If you don't, you can't. There's no need to force it. We got Joy. Joy says for the strength. Thank you, Joy. Appreciate you. Thank you for being here. XL Pro Services says Coach Gang in the building. Thank you, sir. We got our brother here. I don't know, man. What says you really know all the R&B songs, CGA? That, that's Morris Day. Fishnet, black pantyhose. Hey, man, anybody that knows that, boy, I'm going to have y'all looking that up. <laughs> all right, shout out to JC says, Jonathan and Megan out here looking like the real-life princess and the frog. That's probably why she looks so pissed off, Sean. Indeed. Uh, we got our brother here. I got one or few more. Then we're going to be ready to get up out of here. Shout out to Kevin says, hot have both the free agent lifestyle and de-evolution. And it has me dropping blue chip page by pages for my teenage sons. Much, I think you said much thanks to you, coach. Shout out to you. Dropping them blue chips. Hey, man. I know a lot of people believe that this is harmful content to young men. They will say the red pill is, and I think there's some content creators that certainly, you know, could be considered that. But the reality is this. If you have sons, you want them to have this type of information as opposed to having these ninjas out here simping. The, the one thing that we can say, and I will say this, you got to find a healthy balance and everything. So if you want them to know some blue pill stuff, let them know some blue pill stuff, but they should actually counterbalance it with what they call the red pill. With that being said, most of these guys are out here being, most of the damage that has been done to us has been because we were blue-pilled, not because we were red-pilled. Most of the damage that was done to us, we were lied to. And then you had to look back and realize your whole life was a goofy-ass lie. You were told lie after lie after lie, much of it to make yourself feel good or make you a utility. For instance, nobody tells you about divorce, at least for Generation X. Nobody told us about divorce and child support. Don't you think teenage boys should know about this? Or do you want them to learn about it when they get put on the system? Don't you want them to know this before they slide up in a woman and push it and bust in their guts? So that at least you can say, well, you knew what the consequences were. But what they want you to do is be absolutely ignorant and then learn why you getting railroaded. We also were taught certain things through programming and television about what life is like as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, and as a college person. And all of that shit was not true. We were told by all of these movies what college was going to be like, what high school, what dating. And much of it for women, much of it, they actually have been damaged too with this sense of monogamy and romance. There's going to be a guy that sweeps you off your feet. Yeah, after 50 ninjas, after 50 guys, and you'll find a guy that does some goofy shit like that. Now, is that going to... That doesn't guarantee anything. But we were told to pull out chairs and put coats over puddles and be nice and laugh and make her laugh. Give her chocolates and candies and flowers. All right. Pay for this. Do that. Inevitably, we found out that shit didn't work. 
It didn't work. After 50 bitches, maybe it might have worked. But we spent a lot of money and had a lot of confusion, cross missed signals, miscommunications, people playing games on you. The music in the movies were highly damaging. But when it comes to this stuff, they're like, these young boys, these teenage boys shouldn't know this. I disagree. They should know what they're about to get into. Because, you know, the idea that this woman are out here virtuous and virgins and ain't selling puss out here, please. And ain't out here on the carousel. What is the other one that got a lot of men? The fact that you took a woman on a date and she took your leftovers to Chad and Tyrone and was sniggling. Got this ninja running your running her guts and you waiting outside. You're such a good man. You're a good man. She take you on three dates, four dates, two months, three months. You ain't even touched. No snail trails. You ain't touched not one piece of roast beef. You ain't touched nothing. You barely kissed abroad. Meanwhile, you find out she giving that thing away to the man she want to give that thing away to. Some ninjas get stuck in the friend zone and think they're going to nice their way to the woman. And guess what? You know what I mean? Like all of these things, we let these men come out here to believe this all for the benefit. Because women do benefit from this. The system benefits, the restaurants, the jewelry stores, the record industry, the movies. Okay, All of these people benefit. The state child support agency, the marriage license, Okay, the flowers. Everybody that make Hallmark cards, okay, the in-system benefits, K's Jewelers, the shoe store, the, the club and the drinks, the entry fee for the men. Everybody benefits from this shit, and you run out here day after day, night after night, year after year, and you're distracted, you're drifting, thinking that if you found a mate, that's going to be the perfect solution for you, and that's not even true. Yep, the government, these people all benefit from what we describe as blue pill behavior. We, on the other hand, find out this bitch be, oh, you know what? There's a meme that I wanted to put up where this woman was describing getting tattoos and weed. And she basically said what I tell you a lot of women do that do that. She was like, what I look like paying for tattoos and, and weed when I got a punani. I mean, these are the things that young men have to understand. Right. They do stuff like this. I've actually uh, messed with a girl that dated a tattoo guy. That was her ex-boyfriend. She had tattoos on her body and whatnot. So he was getting that puss and she was trading that puss for to get tattoos and weed. It is what it is. Yep. The family court, uh, the you know, the sporting events where a guy has to take a woman. These all systems benefit from the blue pill conditioning. And then you inevitably really don't get what you want out of it. Anyway, I think I'm catching the flu. It's been an interesting few days here, and it is my birthday week. So I know what phase I'm in of this. So I'm in the coughing phase now. And start you start coughing up a lung, then that means, you know, your shit about to get activated. So we'll see here. Shout out to Dennis says, what's your take on Brother Polite? Well, I know he's went through a legal issue. And I got a little bit of confusion as to what, how that ended. He said that he got cleared of it, but I think he got 
He got convicted. And I don't know if he's in prison now. I think he's out of prison, which creates more confusion for me as well. So I do know of him. I did see some conclusion that happened in that case. I just don't know. I just haven't done any research on what the conclusion was. Because I heard he got convicted, but he was out. So that I don't know about. But anyway, I'm going to go rehab all of this and make sure I don't get uh, put out here. But I'll try to make sure I don't get completely sick. But I think I'm in the phase of coughing. And then that means it's going to hit me in a day or two. But knock on wood, pray to the Lord, rub a rabbit's foot, or whatever superstition you like. Shout out to the coach game. All right, appreciate y'all for being here. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>